Warning. The podcast you are about to listen to will contain detailed plot spoilers. If you do not wish to have the movie ruined for you, I recommend turning the podcast off now. Also, the podcast will contain graphic and explicit language. If you don't think your ears can handle it, turn the podcast off and go change your tampon. You have been warned. Welcome to the Movie Pit Podcast, presented by RMJ Media. Welcome back to the Movie Pit Podcast. This is your host, Ryan. Joined, as always, Seth. Howdy, y'all. And joining us for the first time, Cameron. Hi. So today, (laughs) this is going to sound fucked up, people, but... Black History Month, we're talking about American History X. That's <laughs> so, what happened. Um, we thought we gave up somber January, and we came up with two fun movies, and now we're back to somber again. Yeah, I don't know uh, what the fuck that's all about, but that's definitely a real thing. Gotta keep the balance somehow. <laughs> that's right. Exactly. Fourth, yeah, there was a disturbance. We were sad. It's like, oh, now we gotta be crazy and angry and gory, and it's back to sadness. Love it. <laughs> yeah. So... As we do every week, let's go around the room. What we've been watching, what do we want to see, what don't we want to see? Uh, well, we saw Knock of the Cabin. Yeah, and, and we're going to talk about that. I know. I really wish that uh, we had. I want to know what Roxy and B thought about that Yeah, movie. I do too. Um, and I guess we'll just have to hold off. Um, oh, I'm still going to talk about it. Okay. We can talk about it again. Right. All right. Well, honestly, I I felt like it was unfulfilling. Like I wanted so much more oh, out of it. You fell asleep three times yeah. during the fucking movie. <laughs> I nodded off twice, <laughs> but uh, I I I don't remember if it was you that said it or I heard it somewhere else. But I genuinely do believe that what this really was was just the opportunity for Baptista to like really show people that he's a fucking actor and he can act. Yeah, he, he was showed the main his character. acting chops it, in this fucking he movie. Fucking killed. He's worth the whole movie in my opinion. One hundred percent. His acting bone yeah. like a motherfucker yeah, in dude. that movie. Just, <laughs> He's he was the a gigantic gentle giant and like you can tell that all of them are in turmoil and like the acting was good and like the story was tight but like it just I knew how it was gonna end and it was just it was fucking well, yeah, yeah like, whatever uh, it was weak not gonna spoil the movie for people but mm. if you've seen the trailer the movie's spoiled for you yeah okay? <laughs> I, I'm reading the book right now and I hear the end of the third act of the book is completely different than the movie. So I'm looking forward to seeing what the author did in the novel as opposed to what Shyamalan 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 did with the movie. Yeah, it's fair. Like I said, I I like this movie. Mm -hmm. I do like this movie. Yeah. I want to like this movie because I hate all of M. Night Shyamalan's fucking movies. I want to find another one that I actually like. Yeah, that's fair. But the one that I actually enjoy... Is so fucking slow. This movie is slow as fuck. Yeah. Like it's an hour and 40 minutes long. Jeez. It feels like it's three and a half hours that you're sitting there watching this fucking thing. I'm like, 
a lot of dialogue they have to cram and all that I'm shit. Surprised. And they have to I didn't kind of fall asleep. Yeah, it, it, it's very <laughs> dialogue weird. heavy, and just because the tone is set to like so serious and like, but also very, it's very suspenseful. Like again, I, I the acting was in it was great. I feel like that they all genuinely portrayed like yeah. um, this this you know, and again, I don't want to spoil it, but like this mission that they all have, why they're all here and whatnot, and the explanation of it all, it, that was good. Again, I I liked the movie, but I. I, I did feel a little empty. And I think Rupert, that's all. Rupert Grint was miscast in the movie. Oh, like, yeah. He was trying to be a Bill Burr. trying to be a fucking heavy does not work for me. I'm like, Ron Weasley trying to be a hard ass? No. <laughs> Give me a fucking break. Like I said, he was trying to be a Bill Burr. Those are the, the, yeah, the, that's the vibes that's I got. Fair. So what else you been watching? Um. Okay. The thing that sucks out. Oh, I watched... I started watching Hellraiser Judgment. I'm sorry. Um, it was a different direction. I didn't finish it because I had to go to sleep. Uh, what the fuck else? Up South Park still. I know I watched the movies and I'm not going to remember them now because I didn't write them the fuck down. You got asked about it. Yeah. So why would you remember? Exactly. <laughs> Come on. Right. Mm-hmm. That's how it goes. Let me see. Is this the list? It's paper. Uh, it's got that, words on it. All the old ones. <laughs> Fuck. And I, I even like wanted to be like, uh... okay, Cameron. All right, Cameron. Sorry. <laughs> maybe I'll remember. Maybe I won't. Um. Well, a bunch of like animated series that I was watching. So like, um, go. the Bad Batch from Star Wars. The okay. second season came okay. out. Right. Watching that, love it. Um, Dragon Prince. That okay. like whole other thing came out. Um, finally finished Cobra Kai. Oh my. God, it was a grind. Um, yeah. I kind of don't like it I anymore. I actually have not seen the last two seasons of it. I stopped um, at season three. Stop. Stop <laughs> at season three? stop. Okay. Yeah. Um, personally. I know there's one more coming cuts. out. I know. And I, you know what? I just feel like it got really repetitive, personally. Okay. The past, like, whatever. Uh, like, I how much that. can you just do? It's not bad. It's just. I saw that writing on the wall with season three. Yeah, I'm like you're just fucking beating a dead horse at this point. Yeah, it's like if a show was good and people like was it's like Supernatural. Supernatural is 14 seasons, but how many demons yeah. and ghosts can you just <laughs> right, fight and right. hunt? Apparently so it's just, plenty. And yeah. how many Apparently times plenty. can the fucking Winchesters fucking die and come back? Exactly. And it's just like if it was good and people liked <laughs> it up to like X season, just stop milking it because now it sucks. Right. Like now yep. it's like Supernatural was going on all through high school for me. And then it what just barely ended and I yeah. finished college. Like, what is that? <laughs> like, it's just stop <laughs> personally. Well, but look at the anime series, though, too. Like, didn't we say was it One Piece is like episode 2500 or something like fight One Piece and how it should continue. Okay. For the rest of my life, despite it having 1,600. Okay, <laughs> Yeah, and I'm definitely it, caught up. Today, yeah. the new episode came out, so. Was it, was it bitching? I have no idea. I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> so. And I'm caught up with the manga with 1067, so 1,704 chapters or something like that. Jesus okay. fucking Or 74. Christ. I'm so dyslexic. That's, that's I can't tell you. Yeah. One was bitching, and they should have stopped way ahead, and then this one was like, no, they, they need to keep going because like, they keep killing it. It's like... The Oda said that they're going to finish One Piece in like three years. So we're finally going to know what the One Piece is after three years. But it's like his God, the world is just so creative and I never want it to end. Okay, I love that. And that's like the difference between like that. Like there's still so much more to build on than like, yeah, it's just demons 
it's the same hunting. It's the same for 13 seasons. <laughs> and now there's no, shit. yeah, there's no like quirky thing. Cause there can only be how bigger and badder can a demon be before it's like, well, why didn't the last demon do that? Or why is this demon well, different? Buffy why was is this one like that in a way? But oh, I, yeah, I mean, because again, how many demons or vampires? Very, like, or... Buffy was serialized, so you had like your season-long storylines. But mm-hmm. every episode was a monster of the week, a freak yeah. of the week. Um, with Buffy, obviously, you had the vampires to mm-hmm. back up on. But like you watch those first two seasons, you had Creature from the Black Lagoon in there. You had fucking Frankenstein monsters in there, the Wolfman, the mm-hmm. Mummy, mm-hmm. all that shit. So That's like fair. with the horror genre, you can get away with a lot of fucking repetition. Because people yeah. like the characters. They yeah, want to see like, a different portrayal. It's fun to be like, oh, Frankenstein, how do you do Frankenstein? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then you can just stop it there. You don't have to be like, oh, now this is Frankenstein's long lost yeah, cousin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, okay. Yeah, you don't need to ruin. Yeah. Yeah. He was actually like a side product. Like they tried to like, you know, him not get electrocuted. He got some of it. They tried to abort yeah, him, yeah, but yeah. he was like, oh, like, this, yeah. This is <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> supposed to be, but here I am. I'm going to be yeah. sure I my fucking nerd card on this one. I think it was like season two, episode four was some assembly required. Oh. I even mm-hmm. know the fucking name of the fucking episode. Of what they're, show? They're Buffy. Okay. When they did their Frankenstein thing. Where it was like the genius brother who had a jock brother and he brought him back to life and is piecing together the Bride of Frankenstein for him. And he said the season two? Yeah, season two. Wow. I believe it was episode four or five. I, uh, it's man, in the first I, ten episodes. It's been a minute since I finished season two or maybe even started it. I'm watch. I'm still in one right now. Huh? You've never watched it before? I I have, but again, I was I was a kid uh, when when it was on television. I watched it when I was on TV. Oh, you um, young person! You I am rather <laughs> aged. I'm not usually. ashamed to say it. I'm a huge fucking Buffy fan. Oh man, I, I watched I, that I show shit on it. religiously. It so. is amazing. Never seen it. Oh, oh yeah, I, I think you would like it. it. No, you, <laughs> you would like it. I think you would actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You like fucking like comic book shit? Yeah, it's very much in that vein. All right. So you'd get a kick out of it. Seth Green, Sarah Michelle Gellar. Yep. Uh, um, Allison Hannigan <coughs> from yeah. American Pie. Uh, Nicholas <coughs> Brendan, Anthony Stewart Head. Like the cast is fucking amazing in that show. Nice. Okay. But um, shit, what the hell have I been watching? I think I got Roxy into it too. Good for you. <laughs> nice. Nice. Um. I'm in a rewatch mode, so I I finished and started rewatching Alias again. Was uh, Alias? Alias? Yeah. Ooh. So sorry, he didn't know what it was either. Um, oh, awesome. It's a show that stars uh, Jennifer Garner, uh, Bradley Cooper. She, in the very first episode, she works for the CIA, or she thinks she works for the CIA. Bum bum bum. Um, Come to find out she's working for an enemy of the United States Whoa. pretending to be the CIA. Oh, and so by at the Kentucky end of the episode, <laughs> she becomes an agent with the CIA. So she's now a double agent. Oh, okay. And it's a great fucking show. And it's written by J.J. Abrams. Yep, it was oh. the first show he ever, before <clears throat> Lost ever came out. Oh, oh, crazy. Yeah, so okay. it was his first show he ever had involvement in. So I've been watching that. 
And this goes without saying, I've been watching my Sons of Anarchy. Mm -hmm. I love my Sons of Anarchy. Um, I should be finished with it this week, which means I'll watch the Mayans and then restart Sons of Anarchy. (laughs) That's fair. That's how it goes. Yeah, yeah. Um, As far as like movies, I really haven't watched any new flicks aside from Knock at the Cabin when we saw it on Sunday. I watched Underworld, the first one, last night. I love that fucking movie. Was that done by the same motherfucker that did The Matrix? No. Are you serious? No. For real? Because, no, the the lighting, the fucking, the music, the cinematography, yeah, it, it, the no. costumes, like, no, all no, no, of no. it was so Matrixy to me. Mm-hmm. Um, Underworld I, was done by Les Wiseman. Okay. Not the Matrix. Then isn't that the dude that uh, plays that the gigantic lichen, the guy with the cool voice? He wrote them. Fu- he, he, he wrote, wrote the movie. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the fact that his voice—that's how it really that's sounds. That's how his yeah. voice fucking, fucking is. Tight. It's not modulated. <laughs> Have you heard it? It's uh, not underworld. No. But it sounds like it almost sounds like electronically like they put fucking effects roll, on it. Right? Yeah. It's oh, like, so it's like that grave gravel, not gravel. No, it's gravelly. just so fucking deep, and it sounds like he's talking with natural fucking reverb in his voice mm-hmm. his voice is Damn. fucking incredible yeah and if you love vampires like the main vampire chick i can never remember her name she's like super just brutal celine celine mm. again i got an awful memory when it comes to names and just in general i'm, I'm pretty stupid but whatever um <laughs> and, and kate it, beckinsale was a perfect casting for that she character was the sexiest fucking like awesome she's hunter hot. vampire chick she's fucking beautiful mm-hmm. and the dude what's who the series plays, called again I know, so it's a movie. It's called oh. Underworld. Okay. Well, there's yeah. a series of movies, I guess, I right? I think there's like five of them now. The first mm-hmm. one, the, the best of the best of, the, of all of the, them, I think. The first two. Yeah. I love Underworld and Underworld Evolution. Um, okay. The third one, it's okay. It's a prequel. So it goes before. So Celine's not in it. Um, it you focuses want on the yeah, like, what's the point of watching them? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go, she gets it. <laughs> yeah, but uh, they bring her back in the fourth one for Awakenings, and then I think they made one other one. I think it was like Blood War or some shit like that at the top. Man, Rise of the Lichens or something. Rise of the Lichens was the third one. I that's the one that she's not in. That's the prequel. Evolution. That's the second one. Oh, see, fuck me. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I know Awakening is the fourth one, and I want to say Blood War or something like that was the yeah. fifth one. Um, I like the dude that plays uh, Lucius. 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 Oh, fucking. Um, what the hell's his name? He's like oh, he's the Michael main. Sheen. Michael he's Sheen. the main werewolf guy. They call him Lycans, but they're yeah. werewolves. Okay. And it's cool. Like they can super control well, their powers. What they're called? They're lycanthropes. Oh, <laughs> although they just always call to him as referred That's to him. Shorthand term. Oh, they're called lycanthropes. 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 Right. Got it. Not to be confused with the short term lichens. Yes. No, no, no. Like, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Lichen, so you got lichen. tremors, you got graboids. No, I guess that's two different things. And you had ass blasters when you got to the third one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those were wonderfully awful. Um, uh, every yeah. single one of the Tremors movies is a fucking glorious failure. <laughs> the first one was wonderful, I think. Oh, fuck yeah. a good time. Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Shit, that was probably that was a few years after he had his premiere in fucking uh, Friday the Thirteenth. So he kind of stuck with the horror genre. Well, because I want to say Tremors came out in like '89, somewhere around there. Okay. So he had had uh, he, yeah, I guess Animal right. House. <laughs> I remember him in that, but like 
I loved him in fucking Tremors. His were, character in Tremors is fucking great. Uh, he was he yeah he was badass in it. His acting was fun. Did you ever see Tremors? Mm-mm. It's like these underground like worms that <laughs> they chase people. They can hear everything from the vibrations and whatnot, and they eat like, people. Have you, have you mm-hmm. seen uh, Beetlejuice? Um. Oh, please don't tell me you haven't. Maybe not. Uh, like. Like maybe, maybe like the bits and pieces that you might have seen somewhere when you were a kid, and then okay. you're like, oh, like I, I know the say, kind of tremors are kind of like the sandworms, or like Dune. Okay. Dune has moment. like a sandworm yes. too. Yeah. Um, I don't remember Dune either. Okay, you know SpongeBob. <laughs> a lot of people don't remember Dune. Oh, yeah, the yes. earthworm. Yes. Now you're speaking my language. Uh, sandy she rides. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so that essentially, but underground. Okay. Um, but like its mouth opens up, kind of like a predator. It's like, and it's got oh, these, like, like xenomorph. Kind of like it literally <laughs> opens. Up vertical like, and mm-hmm. down then yeah, it's got like three side as well. like three beak teeth like up on the top and three beak teeth yeah. at the oh, bottom that is some gnarly... and it opens up and it's got these like little crazy demon fucking like <laughs> snake things with no eyes but little horns and they grab yeah. them and then they pull Ooh. them like into the the large mouth of destruction okay and it's it's hellish it's cool it's, it's like jaws it underground cool. yeah 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 <laughs> It really, that's what the fuck it is. It's Jaws Underground. Yeah. Yeah, it makes you afraid to go to the desert because they have to like hide on rocks and like this one guy dies because he was so afraid so he climbs up onto an electric pole and because he like they're dies. they're attracted to sound. Mm-hmm. So if you like walk around. Right, cars. They'll, they'll be able to find mm-hmm. you. So. Okay. A pogo stick. Like <laughs> half the movie, they're stuck on the fucking roof of the fucking store. Yeah, they got to figure <laughs> out sucks. how to kill the sons of bitches and escape. It's fun. It's, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Good time. I would never be, if that ever happened to the world and it's like oh there's something underground i'm jumping i don't know like that's right, part of the plan right. like i'll sacrifice myself i can't do this yeah um, i'm the loudest person on planet earth <laughs> i'm not doing this like whatever take me <laughs> eat me now because this isn't gonna last long yeah no let's just get this over with yeah you're, you're no you can't enslave me fuck all that i'm not i got pride just yeah, eat me no because like what's the point now you know what i mean like if the whole world is like this what right shows right. and you know, one piece, if it's not over by the time this happens, oh, yeah. what is the point? <laughs> when the alien overlords take over, I'm hoping they let me keep my cell phone. Yeah, literally. Uh, I would Can people that. still update me on things being like, the worm's outside my house, guys? <laughs> yeah, they're like, there's no more Twitter, but I'm still using it. Yeah, like, be real. Mm-hmm. Whatever that thing All is. All the towers are down. I just need my cell phone in my hand. Yeah, literally, I'm just like <laughs> looking at photos that I took in high school. I'm like, oh, I remember oh. that. Oh, oh, guys, memories. Mm-hmm. It's called AG for like alien generation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So no more five. Like, fuck it. <laughs> uh, they have like, what is it? Infinity G mm, for the infinite go. galaxies oh, yeah, that they yeah, have. Yeah. 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 You only get like three minutes of screen time and then they whip you so we can start mining for gold again. Yeah. That's how that works. Tangent. Okay. <laughs> Sweet. Cut that off. <laughs> yeah, we do that. Yeah, we're um, related. That's pretty much all I've been watching. So nothing else. We'll listen to the trailer. We'll be back to synopsize and discuss what is American History X. Yeah. So I'm... Doing time, Derek. You think I'm not in here with you? 
He was his mother's hope. He's gone. You don't know the world your children are living in. His father's legacy. It's everywhere I look now. What? This affirmative black shit. The white man marches on! See this? That means not welcome. And his brother's hero. I trust you, Dad. High school student Danny Vineyard antagonizes his Jewish history teacher Murray by choosing to write a civil rights essay on Mein Kampf. American, African-American principal and outreach worker Dr. Bob Sweeney tells Danny that he will study history through current events or be expelled, calling their class American History X. Danny's first assignment is a paper on his older brother Derek, a past student of Sweeney's and a former neo-Nazi leader released from prison earlier that day. Years earlier, Danny and Derek's father, a fireman, was shot and killed by a black narcotics dealer while putting out a fire at their home. Immediately after his death, Derek erupts in a racially motivated tirade in a televised interview. High-profile neo-Nazi Cameron Alexander becomes Derek's mentor after that, and they form their own violent and white supremacist gang called the Disciples of Christ, or the DOC. A skilled basketball player, Derek is dragged into a game against several Crips, winning control of the local basketball courts and banning all blacks from the courts. Derek organizes an attack on a supermarket employed, employing illegal Mexican immigrants. Derek's mother, Doris, invites Murray, her boyfriend, for dinner, where an argument about Rodney King and the 1992 Los Angeles riots occurs. Derek's assault, uh, Derek assaults his sister, Davina, 
and openly berates Murray, and Doris tells Derek to leave home. That night, the same group of creeps or crips that Derek had beaten at the basketball game attempt to rob his truck. While Danny alerts Derek to the crime, Derek shoots two of the men, killing one and wounding another, before curb-stopping the wounded man, much to Danny's horror. He is arrested and sentenced to three years in the California Institution for Men in volunt- for voluntary manslaughter. In prison, Derek joins the Aryan Brotherhood and befriends a black inmate named Lamont in the laundry room. Derek becomes disgusted and disillusioned by prison gang politics. He believes in the ideology, but dis- disapproves of the gang's dealings with non-white gangs and involvement in narcotics stealing. Thinking that the members are only using the philosophy of white supremacy out of the convenience of being in prison. He loses his belief further when his friends in the DOC never visit him in prison. He ultimately abandons the Aryan Brotherhood who beat and rape him in the shower in retaliation. Derek is visited in the hospital wing by Sweeney, with whom he pleads to help get out of prison, promising to leave town and never come back. Sweeney rebucks and warns that Danny has become involved with the DOC to follow in Derek's footsteps. After recovering and leaving the hospital wing, Derek ignores the Aryan Brotherhood, while Lamont warns him that he may be targeted by the African-American gangs now that he's no longer under the AB Brotherhood protection. An attack never comes, and Derek spends the remainder of his sentence alone. When he is released, Derek thanks Lamont, whom he realizes intervened on his behalf. Returning home, Derek finds Danny emulating him and supporting the DOC, and even has a DOC tattoo and becoming a full-blown skinhead by taking his hair all the way down. Derek tries to pursue him to leave the gang, but Danny feels betrayed. Derek's best friend, Seth, also a DOC member, frequently disrespects Derek's mother and a sister while grooming Danny for the group. Seth and Danny are closely controlled by Cameron. During a party at the DOC's compound, Derek confronts Cameron and calls him out for using, for using him only to abandon him three years, declaring his departure from the group and refusal to allow them to use Danny the same way. He brutally beats Cameron when the man mocks him. Seth and others, including Derek's ex-girlfriend Stacy, turn against Derek. Seth holds uh, Derek at gunpoint, but Derek easily disarms him and holds everyone at gunpoint before fleeing with his brother. Afterwards, Derek tells Danny about his experience in prison which seems to prompt a change in Danny. The pair return home and remove racist paraphernalia from their shared bedroom walls. The next morning, Danny has completed his paper for Sweeney, reflecting on his reasonings for adopting neo-Nazi values and their flaws. Derek walks Danny to school, stopping at a diner for breakfast. Sweeney and a police officer inform Derek that Seth and Cameron were attacked the night before and are in intensive care at the hospital. Derek denies having any knowledge or involvement and reluctantly agrees to inspect the people he denounced. 
In the boys' bathroom, Danny is killed by a black student that he had confronted the day before. Derek runs to the school and finding Danny's body mournfully cradles him while blaming himself for influencing Danny's views and actions, which led to this tragic event. In a voiceover, Danny reads the final lines of his paper for Dr. Sweeney, quoting the final stanza of uh, Abraham Lincoln's first inaugural address, then credits roll. So before we get into this, I know we have a warning at the beginning of the podcast and we use explicit language. I might use terms in this podcast that might be offensive to some people, but it's only in context to what I'm talking about with this movie. Okay. Putting that out there. So Seth, you start. Actually, no. Oh. Cameron, because you, this is the first time you saw this movie. Mm-hmm. What did you think of this movie? I thought it was a really good movie, and everybody should watch it at least once, twice yes. in their lives. Yeah. Um, Fuck yeah, Cameron. Because yeah. it's... Because, like, you were saying that you've seen it a couple times, mm-hmm. but this is, like, the first time to, like, actually, like, li- like not like you never listen, but, like, you listen and you hear what the message is yes. saying intently paying attention and i'm yeah. older now too and like exactly just like things you know go on yeah yeah um but it's like you watch it and you're just kind of in awe because there was a lot of things when did this movie come out again uh this one came out in 99 or 2000 it's crazy how similar things are from what like <laughs> 13 ish years ago yeah. or something like that i was born in 1999 so it's like you know jesus christ okay <laughs> <laughs> so it's okay. just weird just like not weird but interesting to see that these are still the same conversations we're having yeah and it's just the only difference though i think between then and now is that this is a very raw like version and depiction of like how this shit is whereas today i really don't think we'd get it as good as or as like meaningful as impactful you know what i mean that movie would not be made today and it it just needs to be watched by everybody at least once you need to see the perspective on how just completely fucked that thinking is and just how like because you're listening in the movie (laughs) there's a part where Derek before they all can I talk about that? Yeah, yeah. Before they go in and like they storm this store that was owned by, okay. you know, the family friend yeah. or whatever. And then um, it got the business went under and then now it's owned by someone like a Korean guy. That's and they're like hiring illegal immigrants. Yeah, that's hi- hiring yep. illegal immigrants. And he's doing this whole speech. And the way that he's talking is just that very leadership. Yeah. Dictator. Thing. Yeah. Like- and you're like, he that's was how you get it. Hitler. Li- mm-hmm. Hit- yes. He was like. How Cameron talks to Derek in this movie, mm-hmm. he was little Cameron. Yes. He was the street level version of Cameron. Yeah. He was he, the recruiter trying to fucking rile the troops up. Yeah. And, and you just had all of them listen to him just so intently and being like, yeah, yeah, you're right. Generate and you, that mob mentality. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then you just have to sit there well, and be like, how? Well, like when Derek goes to the big party at the compound. Everyone's calling him Father Vineyard. Yeah. Yes. Like they look up to this guy because he went to jail for curb stomping a black guy. Yeah. And that's. And I will say that scene never gets fucking easier. No. Every time I watch that it, scene, it's, it cringes every time. And it, you don't see it. 
it's the sound effect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That but they even put the close it. up and like how they've like you can you can feel the fucking teeth on that. Like and, you can feel it right well, now like at I the said, bottom of your teeth. The sound effect it's and the close so up heinous. on fucking Edward Furlong's face <clears throat> and the horror that what he's just witnessed his brother do. Yeah. Why did he follow in his brother's footsteps? Exactly. I was thinking <clears throat> the same thing. I'm like, you're horrified because of this. But exactly. I think I because everybody else saw him as a god for it yeah and he was brainwashed just like Derek was yeah. by Cameron but yeah. that that look when Edward Norton has like putting his hands up that look you he looks like fucking Satan yes. like that look on his face with the light and the camera and, angle of yeah, that and I his hands coming up on that. that was Did such a crazy notice shot the difference like I give Edward Norton every credit in the world for his acting in this fucking yeah. movie. He's fucking amazing. He's probably the best actor in this. When you see any sequence that's in black and white, it's not the same person right. that he's playing when it's in color. Mm-hmm. It's complete. His eyes look different. His mannerisms are fucking different. His eye, yeah, his eyes yeah. are yeah. super like, different. In the like when the, that curb stops and he's got the hands behind his fucking head and he's he got this proud his eyebrow. look on yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. He's, that is fucking creepy. He sold as fuck. his soul, and mm-hmm. the fact that he's able to pull off both sides of that arc in this movie mm-hmm. is fucking amazing. Yeah, he killed it. Yeah, figuratively too. And literally, I <laughs> yeah. Guess, yeah, I closed my eyes at that part. I yeah, saw him I put his teeth, you. and I was like, "I'm sorry." I looked at like, oh, yeah, this. I, I oh, saw you. God. I saw you fucking like. I'll be uh-huh. honest, it's kind of a thing we like to see what parts of movies make people fucking <laughs> yeah. cringe for B we learned it's uh, like like we watched we watched a lot of movies where people slit their fucking wrists for some reason <laughs> oh my god <laughs> it's a very common theme and uh, that's definitely not something that everybody can see but he he like looked at everybody else to see what we were doing and yeah. we're all just like intently watching like yeah. and he's like he's like okay yeah it's I think it was Roxy that said it's okay it's okay <laughs> yeah, yeah so. Ouch, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, um, yeah, it just, yeah, I don't get how you can just listen to people talk like that. Cause then, especially with like the dinner table scene, how it's like his dad talking, like his yeah. dad before he got shot was talking yeah. about like it's this whole bad propaganda or yep. whatever he was saying. And then his new dad is just like, why are you thinking like that? Yep. Like, what is wrong with you? And then he's like, well, what's wrong with you for thinking like that? And it's like, what? Yeah, I think that was the a clear kind of mm, understanding or discussion that you're not born that way. You're fucking taught to be that yeah. way. Yeah, it's your right? environment. Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. and as 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 much bigger, as the bigger lesson is yes, you are taught that shit. Mm-hmm. What this movie teaches you is you can also be untaught it. hundred yeah. percent. You can people can change, right? It's not where you start, it's where you finish. Exactly. You know, I'm I'm not the same dude I was two years ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? I didn't go to fucking prison or anything, but it was a choice that I made, right? To mm-hmm. to be a different dude. Like and he What was the say, first time you saw this movie? Oof, fuck uh I want to say high school, probably. Okay, yeah. When did it come out again? What did we say, 90 or 2000 two something? I want to say 2000. Because I was high check. school, 99 to 03-ish, I want to say. So that's when I would have saw it. Let me just double check I think, actually, I might have rented it from Blockbuster because I feel like I, I remember seeing the goddamn <laughs> case all oh, over yeah. our shop. Um, I'm just checking the date. Or I might have saw it at a party no, or something. came out in 98. Oh, 98. so I... Yeah. Christ, uh, Christ the Kingdom, but I, I don't think I saw it in 98, obviously, so it had to been a couple years later. I saw this movie in theaters. Oh, wow. Okay. And 
I can honestly say I was not expecting this movie. Mm. I walked out kind of like I did with uh, many movies that we've discussed. That's fair. Like fucking speechless. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is such a powerful message of a movie. Yeah. And like you said, everybody needs to watch this movie once. Because it gives you like a perspective. Because like I was saying with the whole like, um, we keep hearing these conversations. I've had like, I don't want to say like, I don't know how to explain it, but it's just like you see on like the news, just these same people arguing about this, that and the other. And it's like, well, you you need to see it from both sides. You being weird and racist is not yeah. what's going to help anything. You need to see the fact that it's it, it, it goes nowhere and it has no value yeah. or validity. And you, even some of the ways that they explain some of their logic in it, you're like watching this, you're like, there's no way that makes sense to you. Like, how exactly. can you buy into that? There's logically and even just as a normal fucking person, there's no way you can be like, no, this absolutely makes fucking sense. Yeah, like, oh, I like, hate no. this person. Like, <laughs> what? What? No. What I think <laughs> this freak. movie does fucking perfectly is this, it literally states the statement hatred breeds more hatred Mm -hmm. that's all it fucking does like we're gonna i'm gonna jump to the end because i already fucking did it in the fucking synopsis when danny gets fucking shot yeah and you think it's gonna be the the kid's face who shoots him he's all fucking menacing and terror like fierce at first when he pulls the trigger and sees what he did his, his eyes change he it melts away yeah. That hate. He's like, he realized, what did, what I, did just I just do? do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, that was the most heartbreaking part of this. The first time seeing this movie Yeah, was Derek blaming himself. Mm-hmm. It's not Derek's fault. It's not even their father's fault. Anybody can choose not to hate somebody. Mm-hmm. And that's where like, I've gotten in a lot of debates over the years with this fucking movie. And I'll get into one particular one a little later on because I'm trying to figure out how to word that statement. But this is such a powerful, like, impacting fucking movie. I don't care what your political views are. If you're racist, I don't give If you're racist, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. But to each their own watch this absolutely watch this fucking movie that's all i'm going to say i'm giving my recommend do you feel like it's something that they should show in school yes yeah because again it's raw right it's like look it's it's still just a movie fuckers right but again keep in mind that these kind of ideals and like logic and things this still exists today right you know what i mean that's still a thing if you're gonna teach Mm -hmm. teach it like this if like because i'm i'm 23 my first time hearing of this movie but so if that's a great been, point. Yeah. That's a great. So how do you think that your friends and your peers of your age group would respond to this film? Like, the, you know, your friends very well. Like they'd be like, everybody needs to watch this movie. Word. Everybody needs to see <laughs> this like perspective. Cause there's just some ignorant people out in the world that are like, it won't change it's not going to change. I'm not going to change. And yeah. it's like, watch this. Maybe it'll just morph your views a little bit. Mm-hmm. Right. It, it might open your eyes. Yeah. To like other things being like, Oh my God, I've never thought about Cause I, I'm not a neo-Nazi. You know what I mean? I've never thought this shit, but you just sat there and you're like, you guys did? 
You yeah. do? This is that was just normal for you? And that was the hardest part with the me watching this movie is the writing is so damn good. Yeah. The mm. arguments that they make <clears throat> for both sides are fucking valid. Yeah. When you listen to what he what Derek says, he's making good fucking points. Mm-hmm. Wrong way to go about it, but he's making good fucking points and putting a twist on it. He was a good speaker, right? Yes. He, they're showing yes. a lot of parallels of you know, like some Hitler's kind of shit. Like, yes, oh, he was a good talker. You, like know, you, get, yeah. you get followers and, yeah. you know, this, like I said, mom mentality that then escalates to just reading hate and they think they're doing it for a good cause because exactly. it's all keeping things in check and order. It's like, no, that's not how that works. It's like, why is this the check and order you want? Right, yeah. Like weirdo. <laughs> and I'm actually, I, like, I literally thought this came out in fucking 2000. I'm surprised it was 98. Yeah. Because um, that's a really weird time frame for this movie to come out when you think about it. What was going mm. on around then? I, I, I it was, was like, I was a little kid. Well, you, between 92 and 93, you had the Rodney King shit. And that's what I kept then, talking yeah, about. Yeah, like 93 to 95, you had the OJ fucking trial. Okay. And then you have this movie <laughs> come out. And like that was all like huge fucking gang violence in LA. And then they come out with this movie about white gangs. And technically it's still LA, Venice Beach. But it was just an interesting. Do you think that was intentional then? Oh, absolutely. Then that's badass. That's crazy, I think yeah. because to be like, look, you see all the shit that's going on and whatnot. Like, like here, here's. And I also thought it was interesting that they, uh, I could, what's the main character's name? Derek. Derek. <laughs> Derek. They make him like they make him look cool. Like even though he's riddled and shit with all that shit. Like if if I was like a dude who was into like you know racist ass shit, they made him look like he was a badass in that yeah. community, right? And they really show him like he's this guy, and they they show him as a god. But then they absolutely just tear him back down, and you're a fucking man, and mm-hmm. you think you're badass, and something well, yeah. that's getting fucking raped like, is gonna really exactly. you know something that's gonna change your life in such a way that like okay. Yeah, he just got fucked in the ass by being a piece of shit. You earned this. By his yeah. own race. Yeah, and that's... That's the key to this mm-hmm. movie. <laughs> yeah. Everything. Hate breeds hate. Yeah. Like, that. that's a rough fucking scene. Especially, oh. like, when they do the pull-away shot and you just see the blood pulling from between his legs. I'm like... Yeah. There's certain scenes in this movie that I have a hard time fucking watching. That's one of them. Do you think that Cameron knew that that's what happened he to him while up. he was That's why he made the fucking joke about you don't have to watch your ass around here. Did they? So, oh, what? He set it up? I didn't know he, that. Yeah. I guess I didn't catch that part. And I was, in, I was that's legit intently. He makes the fucking joke, like the comment when Derek first goes in Cameron's office, you don't have to watch your yeah, ass that, around that here. That was a dead giveaway. He gives but a fucking grin. I just thought if he heard about it, I didn't think he set it up. Oh, uh, damn. Yeah, he had a fucking full, like, he had direct line to the Aryan Brotherhood shot callers. Damn. I didn't pick sense. up on that either. I was like, what are you saying? Don't be weird about it. Now I get it. Yeah. <laughs> now I get it. It's, it, you really have to read deep into yeah. it. And I have had the likelihood of seeing a lot of deleted scenes from this movie. Oh. And they go into a little bit more on that. Okay. So right. but Cameron is the one that had him raped in jail, which is why Sweeney comes to the prison and 
mentors him and tries pretty much rehabilitates Derek. Yeah. That's the reason why. Um, Sweeney finds out about it. Yes. Mm. Because he's an outreach guy and he'd heard that Derek had been raped by his own people. And then like, I know it's the way it was written, but let's put this in real life uh, terms here. That fool was fucking ballsy from disowning his, like disavowing his own race in fucking prison. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to get a fucking shiv in your back. Yeah, you can't. Ju- well, you can't jump fences. Never first of turn all, on your own you race. Can't, or never turn your on your race when you're inside. Yeah. Unfortunately, even if they fucking rape you, I'm like you like. That's how that works. Jailhouse politics are what they are. Like them, dislike them, but they are what they are, and they're there for a reason. I think one of my favorite parts about this film. How long is it? It's about two uh, two hours. Okay, it feels about two hours. The fact that there's so much black and white, which is obviously kind of going back and telling all the backstory, but the whole entire film takes place in like one day. Essentially, right? Like the entire yeah. like main story takes place in one, one day in the following morning. In the morning, you have to have this to me by tomorrow. Yep. And you're like, how the shit are they gonna shove all of this stuff? And it's obviously the back, you know, the flashbacks and whatnot. But it, it was it was done and cut so fucking well that yeah. you you were you were so intrigued and like you were you wanted to see the black and white bits. And then sometimes it would be parts where they would only like snap back into like the linear story or like the main story for just a moment, just to show that the characters are still there and like, you know, maybe like resting or like leaning back or something, but then it's right back into what the fuck happened? What's, what's going on. And, um, did you think, do you think, did you think that he was going to tell his brother what happened to him in prison? Like the way that they did it, the way, well, I knew he was going to tell his brother what happened. Okay. Because obviously that's the whole. But in detail, like he told him, and obviously the way that they tell us the story, you imagine that he tells him that way. But I would have been like, look, just some shit happened. I don't want to talk about it. But then he's like, oh, you got raped. He's like, okay, you got me. I well, did. Like, if you're trying to fucking get this kid out of shit. Yeah. There's no other way to than be fucking Keep 100% fucking honest of mm-hmm. what fucking happened. Doesn't matter if he's. He got fucked by the white man. Your shit will get rocked if you continue to be racist. Knock that off. Yeah, pretty much. You know, more. But you go to prison, this stuff happens. Yeah. Just don't. Why would you ever want that? And like, I think Lamont said it best. And it's one of my favorite lines in the movie. What you don't realize is in here, you're the nigger. That is fucking true. That nobody's safe when you're locked up. Mm-hmm. nobody is safe. And again, I apologize for the language you're going to hear me using. But, uh, I love their, their relationship, the dynamic between the two of them. Yeah. Right. Oh. Their, the, when he their starts chemistry talking about being mad at sheets. He's like, the only sheets I hate them, like starts doing uh-huh. the fucking mock KKK shit. I love, like, I laugh my ass off He's every time I see that. He's all cross-eyed and shit. Yeah. Like, totally yeah. making fun. Like, <laughs> I don't know why. I'm going to some niggas. I don't yeah. know why. But. And that's what, you know, he said in the beginning, too. He's like, you know, the KKK is just a bunch of rednecks, blah, and so on and so yeah. forth. So even he was offended by it. But um, just, just him, I love how they paralleled that happening and him trying to change his ways and then him befriending this dude who obviously is somebody that he fucking, you know, 
he he hated, but I think it was a persona because deep down inside, he, he even talks about that he knew it was wrong. Mm-hmm. And so he wanted to be yeah. his friend, but he had to he had to have this front, this this image, this creature that he created that exactly. obviously got him fucked. Um, he and, had to portray that fucking Derek Vineyard persona. And not only that, he had to the fact that um, what was the name of the the black dude that hung out? Like they became cool with Lamont. 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 Uh, that, um, so the fact that. Lamont knew that this dude was racist, right? He knew what he came from or whatever. But at the same time, he kind of looked past that and was willing to, as he said, look out for him. And yeah, exactly. even though exactly. he knew what he's like, are you stupid? No one fucking does it. You can't do that shit. But he kept him alive. So whatever relationship that they built was so strong enough that he's like, look, this dude means well. And I'm willing to help him. You and know, that's get- the biggest thing. I've talked with a lot of people about this movie. Mm hmm. The biggest thing that they miss on this movie is one, why is Derek in prison? We all know. Curb stomping a black man. Right. right? Who are the two people that turned him around? Two black men. Oh, yeah, Cisco. And Sweeney. Mm hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Sweeney. I keep calling him Cisco from fucking Deep Space Nine because that's (laughs) what I'll always know, man. (laughs) But a lot of people don't see that when they watch this for the first or second time. Mm -hmm. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, it's right in your face. And it's interesting because like when just to, I don't know how to rail it into this, but when he's in the, when Derek's in the medical wing Mm -hmm. and Sweeney's talking to him and Derek's like, I want to run away. I want to run away. Sweeney's like, you can't, you can't just, you can't turn your back on it. Yeah. Yeah. You can't just build up like this life of, saying these horrible things, being this horrible person. And then now you just want to pack up and go like great sentiment, but you started this. You're going to have to fix this. Like you're going to have to do that leadership thing and tell people to knock it off or you have to actually have to fight for the change. You can't just pick up and leave. Like you don't have the luxury to do that. You can't mess this up and then leave. Well, like he a, even he said like that's not enough. Like you leaving and all that shit. Like that's great, but that that's not enough. You know what he, I mean? Because Derek uh, inadvertently built that like empire, right? Yeah. He comes back and he's like, Derek, oh, yeah. like it's you. He that's our guy, and it's like, what have you done? And you just want to pick it up and leave. Like you've already made this big group. You gotta you gotta fix this. Yeah. And then your life went to your brother's life, and now your brother has died, even though you just told him everything and he wanted to get his life back on track but yeah. he couldn't do that because hatred breeds hatred what happened in the bathroom happened in the bathroom now he'll never get his redemption even though he wanted to yeah he already the damage is done yeah then that's kind of like when they're when they're ripping all the shit off of the walls and whatnot and it's that is the most powerful part of this fucking well the movie. fact that it's like okay keep in mind that i get that ripping it all down is kind of like this change and now you're trying to be the person you are but look the damage has already been yes. done and the repercussions yeah. are already on their fucking way yeah so like you know that's not enough right that the whole idea behind ripping all that shit down or moving away that's not it's enough, enough yeah. right because and even like when it's Derek still is walking danny to school when he's saying i noticed some cars cruising around the apartments if you get home before i do because he's thinking it's about him yeah and it's all about danny the yeah. entire fucking time because it's like well we can't get our revenge on Derek he's in prison get the next best thing Derek has no idea what went down to school yeah this, oh, that true. was literally yeah, all yeah, about yeah. that fucking and why did he get fucking killed what did he do 
got in a dude's fucking face and blew smoke in his face. But then he also flexed on him while at the basketball court in front of all the he dudes. He didn't really and flex on him. Well, no, but he, he, he stared right at him, fucking... leaned against him, kind of he was all cocky about it, like, you don't scare me. You and know they what I mean? were doing the same thing back. Is that a... But he made a point to is go there. Is that a there. reason to fucking pop He made a point to go to the fucking place to kind of be like, look, I'm not I'm not afraid of you. He could have walked somewhere else to well, go. there's a reason It's this why racist, like... You do... It's that flex. You didn't catch yeah. that? <clears throat> the reason why he did that is because why were they at the court? They shouldn't have been at the court. That was the flashback sequence when all the blacks were banned from the courts. That's why he went there. It well, was then that, on uh, that that changed again because it was all black dudes. But are you sure it was the same courts? Yes, mm. it's the exact same courts. Okay. Okay. Well, it's been <laughs> three years, right? So, yes, I understand. But again, that. oh, you should see us now. You know, we've got what do you say from Seattle all the way to San Diego? Oh yeah, know. they have a whole like oh, yeah. network now. And that's a. Unfortunately, that was a real fucking thing in the late 90s. The neo-Nazis, that shit was fucking intense how crazy that shit got. Like, do you remember that crap? Look what happened. To, you remember really. fucking the Geraldo show? Yeah. I'll he got leave. jumped by the fucking skinhead neo-Nazis on his fucking show. He got his nose fucking broke. Geraldo did? On his, on his own show. War. What? While they were filming it. I thought all that shit is scripted. Oh, hell no. Oh. That's just how hmm. little, you know, TV. <clears throat> I just think I look, you know, maybe that's my stupid conspiracy theory brain, but I just feel like everything you see on television is scripted in one way or another, or it's controlled, and you know, because I'm stupid or whatever, but. <clears throat> no, there's a lot of things. Like, when I found out wrestling was scripted, I was like, what the fuck? Well, we've had that same so talk, sad. but according to Ryan, it's not. Like, they. What? Wrestling is not scripted, the outcome is determined. Is that it, not the same thing? No, no. <laughs> well, so like they're lines, right? So he he had they, he get they get an idea. I want you two to fight about this. You guys oh, have to fucking make okay. it up. Right? Even, even the match, the match is completely made up in the ring. Like when you see two guys locked up in the center of the ring, it's because they're talking to each other, saying, "Okay, now I want you to throw me here. Do this. Do this." Mm-hmm. Um, so okay. only the outcome is determined. And even sometimes the outcome is not determined. Is that interesting? Just look at the ninety-seven though? Montreal screw job. The that the fact that us two who don't know anything about wrestling really, we both thought that it was scripted, and now that everybody means, thinks it's because we were scripted. somehow we were taught somewhere through television or yeah. whatever that it was scripted, and, and then, like in reality, it's not that way. No, like uh, just watch any interview with fucking like Kevin Nash or uh, now that the undertaker has retired, he's broken kayfabe. He'll talk all about it. He's like fully too. I think he'll talk about it pretty openly. Oh, absolutely. Like during the famous fucking uh, mankind undertaker hell in the cell match where he goes through the fucking match or through the ceiling and chair smashes on him. He's got his fucking te- teeth hanging out his fucking nose. Oh, God. Yeah, he got fucked up. Like, maintaining <laughs> his character, but he slowly climbs down, goes to the referee, and says, you might want to get a paramedic. He might might be dead. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Chick but still goes. had to maintain that his persona as the Undertaker but mm-hmm. he was concerned about because that wasn't supposed to fucking happen. Not at all. 
Fair <laughs> enough. Oops. All right. Yeah. Oopsie. <clears throat> but yeah, you know, when you sacrifice that shit, hey, for the love of the sport. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so after that tangent. <laughs> yeah. Um, Thanks, tangents. We love you. <clears throat> what age would you say is okay to show this this movie to to somebody? PG thirteen. Yeah. PG thirteen, maybe like uh eighth grade freshman. Just around that time where you're like you're you have like your I, own I, opinions I that's fair. on like certain things and then because in my private school I didn't learn too heavily on like slavery and stuff like that like we learned about the emancipation proclamation abraham lincoln but no nitty-gritty anything and then i get into a public school eighth grade and now i'm learning the nitty-gritty stuff and i'm like oh okay and i feel like that's a good place because now it's like my school might have just not taught me anything your clicks are more apparent right and these clicks do can you know just like watching mean girls that she explains all the clicks and whatnot that's how shit is you're people are going to have these different beliefs and different cultures and tribalism and like people come from different backgrounds and they're very proud of their backgrounds and who knows what the fuck kind of background that's going to be i agree with you i went from you know fifth grade to eighth grade going to catholic school and that was we had the same kids in our class every year and it was like very kind of sheltered i didn't know too much about any of that well, stuff yeah that you like, know what i mean and then i boom, gradu- right when i graduated christ public the school King, and it goes bonkers yeah my so, parents gave me the option he's like you can go to catholic high school or you can go to public high school yeah public didn't even think twice i'm like public don't want to do this shit no fucking more i was so fucking behind yeah because they're taking an hour out of every fucking day to teach you religion class religion class yeah um sorry i'm like i have what i believe in organized religion is not it (laughs) it's not Uh, my jam (laughs) yeah (laughs) Um, but yeah you can't I think this is a great movie to show people about the same age that you said. Yeah, because like, it's a decent dose even of reality. With the, fucking, the, yeah. the frontal male nudity that you see. Oh yeah, I forgot about that part. Grow the fuck up. It's in there for a millisecond. Yeah, yeah. like it's there's li- probably a full thirty yeah. seconds of nudity yeah. from the first literal beginning of the movie to that. Yeah. It's a quick thirty seconds. Yeah, yeah, but, that's not the most important part. I paused it. I wanted to make sure I got the full scope of everything I was working with, you know. Yeah. Really? You you were doing a pube count? Yeah, there you go. Uh Uh-huh. I had picture in picture, you know, both scenes saved on one side of the screen and the other. Just like, okay. So I guess it can't be really (laughs) PG-13-ish. Maybe that's why. But again, the curb stomp's pretty real to fucking for a 13-year-old to see. But again... But again, you you don't see it. Yeah. You don't see it. But it's graphic. Yeah, That sound is graphic as fuck. It's still impactful. It leaves enough to the imagination. Just the fact when you see him place the teeth... Yeah. When they get that zoom in in yeah, on like the watching God. his teeth grate against the concrete, that's when I was like, I'm I'm fucking done. Like yeah. you, I got the image, <laughs> yeah. and you can let me know, know when we get back to the movie. I don't give a shit. Then he's good night, motherfucker, and yeah. stop. Like, yeah. Oh my. Like that's enough. Like God. Mom, but if mom was here with us, she would have put oh her hands over probably both our eyes. Yeah. <laughs> like you know, I'm like, grown as shit right now. You can't right watch this. Oh my God. I wonder if she's seen this movie. I should ask her. She um, might need to watch this. I asked her to be honest. We we might do scanners. 
Oh. Yeah, I've never seen that one, but she when that came out when she was younger, she's like, that was crazy. So you'd like scanners too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Joy it's, it's an interesting fucking flick. <laughs> well fuck. Yeah. We're behind the times. But I think that age range is a place to because I know we were just like, oh, I didn't hear this in like a sheltered whatever. But um when you're like six you're not going to understand the terms and the politics of what's going on. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You need to do it when you're just in that age range because like with like social media, things like that, how fast you can just get information from like a YouTuber or yep. Twitter, even though it's not the how most. How quickly it can be also misinterpreted as well. Exactly. This so you just, very, you very just need true. a raw movie to show you like, this is it. And you know, and if you're within the um, eighth grade Freshman, I feel like it's a good just segue into yeah. it because now you understand the terms, you've heard the history, and now you're living the you know politics. You hear it everywhere, yeah. so you can just and our watch books this movie. Back then, use some of that terminology because it was old school. Obviously, this isn't used in that way. This is obviously purely like racial slurs and shit. But again, mm-hmm. in regards to exposure to the term, well, now this is kind of a different version of that same term, yeah. right? That it well, it's it, it's used differently as well, but. I agree with you. Kind of coming into that age it's range. It's both ways. Because, like, the prison scene, when Lamont says it to him, it's like, now you hear it like that, You've I guess. You've heard about that shit. Like, you hear about prison rape, right? Everybody oh, knows yeah. about it. And you yeah, learn about yeah. it young. You don't want to go to prison because you're going to get, you know, fuck me in the ass prison, right, from uh, uh, office space. Oh, yeah, I don't yeah, want yeah. to go to fuck me in the ass prison. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, now you're like, oh, my God. That's, there's a reason that's why a... there's soap on a rope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't yeah. drop the soap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think though that, yeah. Um, but <laughs> where the it, hell were you going to go with that? Well, the, the stereotypes <laughs> exist, but then when you get to see them in real life and like what leads to that stereotype, you're like, holy fuck! Yeah, yeah. you know that's like the. I'll tell the story now that story. I alluded to earlier. So, pardon my language in this part. Um, we, me and my brother, showed this to a friend of his who had never seen it. He was a proclaimed skinhead. Watched the movie, enjoyed the movie. Okay. Went outside to smoke a cigarette, had a beer. First things that come out, first thing that came out of his mouth. Goddamn nigger killed him. What? I'm like, you missed the point of the movie, didn't you? I'm like, you missed the entire point of the fucking that movie. Is- crazy to think about we were just saying the whole how can you listen to this and agree with it yeah i'm like you missed the entire point of that fucking movie yeah it went completely over his head that's crazy because the movie is like a good 50 50 on like evil 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 and the redemption but the redemption is like the most heavy hitting okay he's so close-minded he he doesn't want to hear Mm, the logic and the you know human rights kind of deal like sympathy literally showed him to try to like like what you're spouting that you think you fucking believe is fucking bullshit right it's warped it's weird yeah it's literally and hitler mentality i i love the dude to fucking death like i've known him since he was little so i give him a fucking pass but i i to this day he comes up to me i'll tell him oh, you're an idiot if you still believe still, that, I was if say you still, still believe that still? shit, because you got to get oh, older and realize that that shit is retarded. He's got like you got to grow out of it. tattooed all over his fucking legs. I've got I'm friends like, like that too, but they grow out of it. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, but that shit's on you forever. 
Yeah. Unless you get it lasered off. <laughs> you know, these things are... No, the way that no, these well, it's like the one on these motherfuckers off. fucking chest. <laughs> yeah, there but these no are like on his neck that. and all over his arms oh, and his yeah. hands and his. Yeah. I mean, it's very apparent. But he's like one of the nicest dudes you ever meet. I love him to death. But he, you know, he made some bad choices when he was younger. He did some time, and he was just like, "All right, I'm yeah. not that dude yeah. anymore." Now, granted, this isn't because I've talked to him about America about this, and he's he's like, "No, that's not what happened to me." He's like, "I just, you know, I got I, I got older and I realized that was stupid, and I got in trouble, and he, yeah. some shit happened." Character yeah you, yeah, you learn. At, yeah. Experience at some points. point, you exactly, reach yeah. an age, you're like, okay, I'm an idiot. Mm-hmm. And just let all that fucking bullshit fucking go. Because to hate somebody because of what color their skin is, is fucking stupid. Well, yeah, I think that's, that's I would like, pray me, that in today's woke ass <laughs> age or whatever, it's, it's all apparent about what. I'll be that jackass. I have it on my vest. Every fucking day of the week. I hate everybody. Yeah, that's fair. I do not discriminate against nobody. <laughs> We're all assholes at some point in our time. And we all bother time. each other in one way or another, too. Just based off of our own existence. <laughs> not you know anything else. Mm-hmm. Just like uh, in the way people. <laughs> that's why I don't really uh, promote uh, procreation, really. So don't don't have more shit. Like, don't have to get children. Yeah, knock this shit off. Yeah. We're gonna have problems in the world. Right. Yeah. Granted, huh. I have my own child, but I understand that I intentionally did not have another one for the reason of being like, dude, I know what this world is like. And like, having one is totally more than enough. Yeah. This place is crazy. Having to throw someone else into this is oh, yeah, unfair yeah, to yeah. them, right? I wasn't asked to be born. Well, I'm not gonna put another person to that kind of situation. It's not mm-hmm. fair. It's not fair. <laughs> Existence <laughs> is a challenge. Yeah. Fuck it all. I think the, like the first time I saw this movie, I think the hardest thing for me to watch, obviously the curb stomp scene, but um, Ethan Supley, because he always plays such a sweet, kind hearted character. Even when he's being like a fucking bully, he's always sweet and kind hearted. To see him go this fucking hateful in this movie. Which kid was that? That was the big fat dude. Okay, Seth. the guy that's in everything. It was Seth. You. Oh man. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah the fact that we also realized, and we didn't do this on purpose by any means, but the I fact didn't that, think that was both of our hilarious. names are in this <laughs> yeah. goddamn movie, that was weird. And I was like, did I hear that shit right? <laughs> Cameron? Mm. Cameron? Oh my god. god. We're evil. That's oh, great. My god. Changing my name? Mac yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm going to go by what everybody else calls me because they can't say my name right, Steve or Zach. <laughs> they call me one of those. <laughs> but, yeah, I like he gives a great performance in this movie. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. But I hated seeing that guy have to go to that fucking place. Like, it was yeah. so hard to fucking watch it. I think you could tell it was hard for him to act. Some of the people, when they were spitting out some of their lines, you could tell it was making them cringe as they were saying it. Oh, you know what I mean? Because yeah. the, 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 the human body doesn't lie, right? We well, all know that this is wrong. And these people obviously know that this is just, a, you know, they're telling a story. But it's them saying it. You can just say, like, there's, well, like, uh, it's hard for me to like say this. this. <clears throat> not you know right. I mean? mm-hmm. Even in the flashback scene, when the dad is spouting off what he's yeah. saying. William Rush, you could tell he's uncomfortable with the dialogue he's fucking saying. I'm like, at this time, the show was still on the air. He was still fucking Mr. Matthews on Boy Meets World at this time. Mm -hmm. And he's having to spout this hateful fucking shit. 
And then go be Mr. Matthews. Exactly. On the next episode. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sir, we saw you some do some things. I don't want to talk about that. Well, yeah. ironically, the can I think the show was canceled the f- two years later, but oh. not canceled. They ended it. But oh. um yeah, it's just weird. Or saying, commit suicide, by the way. Oh. And like <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. I'm like, oh, okay. All right. <laughs> that would be an episode. Right. <laughs> oh he, my god! We then have to go through his journey of a, a drug addiction and his young adult he had to life. Go through his drinking, though. Um, did he drink in it? Oh yeah. All right, like, cool. That's what I loved about Boy Meets World. Is they kept I grew it real. Up watching it, and it grew with its fucking audience. Dude, Topanga so all day, adult. all day, every day, Topanga. <laughs> Sorry. I'm not going to comment on that one. Well, obviously, as she got older. Her and I were roommates at one time. Um, oh, that's right. She, she was born at the same hospital I was. Yeah. <laughs> at the same fucking day. That's bitching. <laughs> same Ooh. year. Um, yeah, so we shared a fucking room together. <laughs> hot damn. Wow. You're like, what's up, girl? <laughs> <laughs> Change my diaper. <laughs> Um, sorry. Can you believe it? They keep oh, speaking fucking of cold speaking of that, can I go? I'm gonna go on a weird random tangent real quick, just because I won't. I just the That's baby funny. thing. So Halloween too. Sorry, this is a total random tangent. However, the fact that all those babies are there in that hospital and the whole hospital is completely empty. Where are the fucking mothers? And like honestly, she's like, you, who's gonna take care of these babies if you're not here? She doesn't check on the babies the whole fucking time through any part of the movie. And there's a group of babies Thank in you. there, and no one's Thank paying attention you. to them. It's like a pitch black. The fucking thing even blows up and they blow up all the babies oh my god I didn't realize that until right now they blow up the blow entire up. floor oh my god I just realized oh oh wow oh, no. god, I love that man movie. Michael just got technically because it was his fault he got like five or like half a dozen maybe a baker's dozen baby kills right. like straight up <laughs> holy shit Sorry, that was just just that's where my mind goes. Tangent. There's no fucking way, yeah, bro. That just blew my mind. Oh my god. Oh, dear. <laughs> dear god. Oh man. How uh, the hell do Nord. we get this train back on track? Uh, I, I have no one. idea. Sorry. Man, that brings me joy in ways that I can't explain. I'm uh, Oh my goodness. Oh my god. Thanks, Michael. You're the man. Shout out to you. Yeah. Michael Myers is the shit, by the way. I think he is the dopest. And I am now going to post villain. that on the fucking Halloween forums. <laughs> you fucking mentioned that. Yeah. Um, oh, my goodness. What'd you think of the the way that the, the cinematography in this movie? Oh, um, we're pretty good. Um, I liked it a lot. Uh, I think, especially at the table scene, I know I bring it up a lot. I just feel like that... Just, like, the demeanor of it both was just, like, how, like, when he's talking, Derek's talking to, like, his dad, and his dad's, yep. like, why are you, like, reading that book? And you can see Derek literally, like, he's, like, why does it matter that I'm yeah. reading this book? And you watch it go back and forth, and, like, his, like, when he's eating, he's just, like, this soft cage, you know, he's in a flannel, you know? Yep. And then, backwards and then next, hat. backwards hat, he's just some kid that wants to... He's like, I really like how this teacher teaches and I'm really excited to learn. And he's not seeing it as like, like my black teacher is teaching yeah. me these things. He's seeing it as like my teacher's teaching me this thing. Black content. Yeah. And then this, um, this dad's like, 
No, that's like a black agenda, X, mm. Y, and Z, and you can what, watch uh, his what kid. What the hell does he call it? Affirmative blackshin. Yeah. I yeah. think is what he says in the movie. And it's just like, you're taking it deeper than it needs to be, and the fact that you want to corrupt your kid, who's obviously excited about this, is bad. And then you move on to like yeah. the next table scene, and now Derek is in a wife beater, and now he's spouting the same thing that his dad did, and you can that's watch That's why I'm the, happy they, like, the, the first table scene that they show was Derek full-blown racist at that point mm-hmm. and then they later go to where he doesn't have a racist bone in his body it's yeah. not until his dad starts feeding the shit into his fucking ear I like the fact that they pulled it off that way and then once um, you know he gets shot like now it's like that just confirmed everything my dad just told me you know what I mean now yeah. he's this racist Whatever, and he's spewing all this thing on like television, and then his next family comes in, and the dad's this sweet guy that's just like, "What are you doing? You're about to ruin your life, whether you know it or not." Yeah, right? I love how like he was fearless. Like he he was not afraid of him by any means. He knew he was just like, "Dude, look at him. Like you're you're better than this. Like I'm sorry, yeah. you you have gone down a black hole, and you're." You're hopeless, dude. That's, mm-hmm. And I love how he just, like, he doesn't get mad. He doesn't freak out. He's cool, calm, and collect the whole time. He explains to the mom, like, you know, but she stands up for him. Yeah. Even, even though all that shit that he just said right. and just the worst, even the mom, in a way, because she was married to the fucking dad and the yeah. dad was that way, too. I it's didn't just even she think, enabled mm-hmm. it. Yeah, she, she did. She, she stood up for it's it. The, Holy fuck! I didn't really put that because she was sick and dying and innocent to me. But then no, she's definitely yeah, right. Uh, yeah, that. But the, she does get mad that um the youngest son gets into it though, right? So she doesn't breed into that because you know I mean? he's still developing in the sense because it's at sixteen age range right that we were talking about like where you'd see this movie so now he's trying to figure out himself and then he's trying to learn from like his experiences at home right his brother yeah. is but the his... mom wasn't enabling the younger brother to do it is what i'm saying she... probably because of the new dad and the new and dad also was... because homie went to prison and yeah. she's like maybe this was no, a bad idea i might actually blow your mind with this one. Oh, here it comes <laughs> tick the guy tick. who wrote this movie <clears throat> do you know what other movie i'll give you two movies that he wrote do you have any idea tell me his name oh shit his name is David McKenna did he do like I know you've seen the two that I'm thinking of You got this. Oh, man. Well, that's the thing. It sucks, right? I suck with names. I'm surprised I remember your name and you're my sister. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that is very fair. Um, no, I'm not going to get... Uh, I'm not going to guess. Blow. Ooh. With Johnny Depp. And that's got that fucking twister at the end, too. That sucks ass. And he wrote a Harmony film, Bully. Uh, ooh, and that's based off of a true story, yep. and it's got a crazy twist, and it shows things real. Yep. Um, bully, I'm, I bully's it hard for me until, to watch, but uh, I'll do it again. Earlier today, that I made that fucking connection, I'm like, holy shit, he did do fucking bully. I'm like, um, that makes a lot of fucking sense because that was his next movie after this one. Because bully came out in I think 2000. This came out, or yeah, 2000. This came out in 98. 
That's hmm. that's a good transition. Those movies are bitching, by the way. Below, it's got Johnny Depp in it. It's about this dude who like goes to also jail. Also based on a true story. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, he goes to jail for the weed, and then he t- meets this dude who teaches him everything about cocaine, and then becomes this like huge drug lord. And it's you know just like in this movie, you're like doing something, and you're doing. Well, no, this this actually these like, stories. Have, what was the line in Below? <laughs> I went into prison with a minors in weed, came out with a master's in cocaine. Yeah. And he, he loses, you know, things. And it's 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 a really good goddamn movie. It's a thrill ride, but it's I can't watch it because now that it's I've got a daughter. It's heartbreaking as fuck mm-hmm. at the end of it. The relationship Aww. that happens between him and his daughter, it, it, it destroys. I can't watch it anymore. It's it fucks me up. It does. I Damn. haven't watched it in years because of that. But I showed it to Roxy and she agreed. She's like, no, that's a, that's a rough ending. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and again, I showed her the shit like it wasn't. But yeah, mm-hmm. don't shelter your fucking kids. It's a good movie. You know, okay, yeah. granted, it's about drugs and it like makes it how cool it is to be a drug dealer, but also shows the other side of being a drug dealer. Cool, like, what I too. liked about Blow is it <clears throat> didn't glorify it. It showed the nastiness of it. It did, but look, the house and like the fun that they have and the giant oh, yeah, house full it, of it money. It shows you what you can have. Mm-hmm. But yeah. again, it, and they have a good time and Pee Wee Herman is having a good time with them as well. <laughs> <laughs> Pee Herman and Bobcat Goldthwait. Yes. Holy shit. Good, it's, yeah. Good cast. <laughs> Fuck me running. This is good goddamn coke. <laughs> <laughs> I can't feel, I feel my, my face. face. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, that was quite another tangent, too, that we had. That's, that's why I love doing this. Um, oh, but to answer your question, the cinematography in this was goddamn gorgeous. And I loved how they... The, the slow-mo that they use in this movie. They mm-hmm. use it fuck. They don't overuse it. Close up slow-mo. And when they use slow-mo. it, they use it fucking perfectly. Yeah. It's like tasteful. That, like him turning around and shit in the black and white mm-hmm. shit. Like, yeah. It's done so fucking perfectly. It, I believe it's used to emphasize like some of the strongest and most like piercing moments of the yeah. film. Mm-hmm. Everything that happened that was like, oh, fucking made you go, God damn it. It was like slow-mo and close uh, up. Like even You have to really like live it. Like mm-hmm. look what he did. Yeah. And you're going to watch him. Like and- in prison when he, before he his incident happens when he's just washing his, like letting the water go over his head, that slow motion. You just see the water beating over him is such a beautiful fucking mm-hmm. composed shot. Yeah. The lighting is tight. They the did slow-mo. a phenomenal job on this movie. I think they had fun making it. I think they, they made it even, they made it like a work of art. And considering the content, you know, I that think it's they based had a good of, time making it. Did. I don't think they had fun. Um, Nobody well, would have fun making this. Movie. Okay, that's fair. But I mean, but they. When I say fun, I, I know mean, what you mean. It was art, right? They yes. were doing. They were really doing a good job at going above and beyond. That the content that you're about to see and witness in the story itself really helps justify that they make it a, a piece. You know, a, a masterpiece, right? They, yeah. They really went above and beyond to make it artful. Is I guess what I'm trying to say. Yeah, like when you like, because after that curb stomp scene, you get to sit there and you get to feel awful and you get to feel yeah. this is nauseating. And mm-hmm. when it's in slow motion, like you just feel like. You're disgusting. You're horrible. And you get to, like, they just project what you wanted to feel. Yeah. And, like, to go off onto a different scene, I don't know why it stuck with me, but, like, when Derek and his brother are, like, walking to school and, Mm -hmm. like, after they just talked about, hey, there was, like, a car 
that's circling the apartments or the yeah. house, like just whatever. When they're crossing the street and stuff like that, and they're just panning around. They're kind of quick pace. The cars were louder to me. Yeah. And that actually gave me a little bit of anxiety because I'm like, they're going to oh, get shot right now. They talked about it. So they threw emphasis on the car sound. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that freaked oh, me well, out. And played. I was like, yeah. they're going to either die on the way to school. Both of them. Something's going to happen. Didn't really think he was going to die at school because you know you're on that yeah oh now that they've seen the error of their ways there's going to be redemption and then pow, right word off started and that's the gut punch i remember feeling that in my heart when i saw that because i didn't see it coming i thought that Derek oh. was going to go try to fucking get the white Unfor- the white dudes unfortunately, to chill out unfortunately i did see it coming uh, like, oh, I, he, I didn't want he, to he's a dead. Yeah, that, that's the thing <laughs> like, you don't, denial. No, me too because i was like you don't want because now you're like oh, no yeah, he's gonna have redemption. yeah he's, he's yeah. turned around uh-huh but that's the, exactly the reason why I knew he was dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, because it's this too is good the, to be true. He yeah. can't it's just too walk late. away. Too the little, damage too late. has been done. Too little, yeah. too late. And then he dies right where it started for him. Yeah. Right, yeah. He blew right the in the puff fucking smoke. bathroom. Yep. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. He, he blew his last breath with that, essentially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that look that he gives him, you knew he was dead. And the guy that portrayed that guy that they he was beefing with did a damn good job because he was like like he he did nothing with his face but said so much and oh, yeah. it was that look you're fucking dead oh yeah you are dead as shit if you're, you can express yourself without saying mm-hmm. a goddamn thing fucking you had you're gonna have a career in fucking acting yeah that dude yeah. killed it and his dialogue was and even at the end he almost gives the same look but it he was literally like, has it was satisfaction three lines thought, in the entire <laughs> damn movie well shit <laughs> everything else he does is goddamn so powerful yeah and he, uh, this a movie great was fucking good. actor yeah um unfortunately for a few years after this movie got made he got typecast in this kind of fucking role and that's gonna fucking happen what does that mean typecast yeah he was always playing the fucking gangster oh. it's like how um cool. tom cruise is always the cool dude yeah. in every yeah. movie or and Trujillo. he can't be <laughs> yeah or dwayne the rock johnson he's just the cool quirky guy yeah which he kills it every single time <laughs> but he's still the same cool quirky guy watch whatever faster faster watch okay. faster You'll see The Rock in a whole different light. It's all right. <laughs> it's a good fucking movie, mm-hmm. but he's not cool and quirky. Let's put it that way in this one. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> all right, good. He gets to see you know, gets to see his darker side. I imagine. And another side tangent. Sweet. If you uh, get the app on your TV, uh, Freevee, they do have an American crime on there, and that is the tr- the movie about the actual events that it where uh, the girl next door was based on. Oh, it's on there right now. God damn I it. did start watching that. I okay. haven't finished you it know, yet. But. I'm content with you learning that knowledge. Because <laughs> that movie fucked my day up so hard that Trust I... Trust me, this one is family friendly. No, it regardless. I, TV. I don't want to learn more about it. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, I'm it, emotionally scarred. It's, it's giving me fucking stomach shits right now. <laughs> it's just, it's heart-wrenching. It just sucks that, so that, that's much. Fair. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Um, then and again, Ryan uses the term a lot, and I guess maybe I underutilize enough. But these films we watch are gut punches. Yes, um, yeah. and that's what's great. That's and that's why they're good movies mm-hmm. because they make you feel shit that you might not. It gets you right in the feels, and sometimes the feels are like most of the feels are what the fucking fucking shit ass did. Well, what like, do we see? Why yeah. do we watch that? When this <laughs> yeah, like what was the purpose of this? I could have uh-huh. continued my life in but, ignorant bliss. But bullets. because we we get more out of it than what we just saw, we understand the meaning and we talk about it. Yeah, and we learn yeah, about yeah. it. Yeah. It's like okay, it's it's fucking beautiful but god it's powerful yes 
Um, but it makes you, you know, well, like we want to share it. When this yeah, movie yeah. Ended, Some of them, not all of them. You yeah. just said, holy crap. <laughs> it wasn't until then. That, that's when I asked you. I'm like, I didn't realize that the, this was the first time you were watching this movie. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's an yep. interesting movie to go in with at any time. Yeah. Even more so if you've never fucking seen it before. Like. It's it's a good watch. Yeah, have it you, is a really good watch. Have you seen anything else uh, like this? Not really. I don't even think so. Um, if I did, couldn't tell you. Fair. Not right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but nothing that powerful. I think you get the more like watered down version mm. of things, but you don't get this nitty gritty. Like, you don't get the full skinhead. You just get, I'm a skinhead, but you don't get to see their mentality, where it comes from, how it breeds, and how it continues. Yes, and things like that. You just get the, I don't like you. That's it. Yeah. There's more to it than I don't like you. This is the punch in the face. And this is the punch in the face that everybody needs to see. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Not to sound like a broken record, but you need to see this movie. Hell yeah. No, I like, I completely fucking agree. Um, But it is brutal. So yes. be careful. Like I usually like can say things being like kind of like when we were watching like the Lord of the Rings and stuff, you know, you make like a little joke here and there. You're just like, oh, it's been kind of quiet for whatever. I couldn't talk. I had this to one, sit we there. Were quiet in this one, too. Yeah, it was just it was like good. the story had you sucked in. Yes. We I mean, you were kind of saying some shit, too. And I wasn't trying to like blow you up. But I was like, I haven't seen this in a while. And I, I really want to watch like yeah. and get everything I can out of this. Yeah. Um. And, that, and that's what I think is a little bit different about this movie than all the others we've watched. Yeah. Because the other ones, I had to make jokes because the scenes were so just, <gasps> like, I had to break the yeah. tension for myself and maybe the room. Yeah. Because um, we've watched the movies with, like, other people, like, a bunch. And it's like, whoa, oh, this is happening right now with yeah, all of yeah. us here. And it's usually <laughs> cracking jokes, like, why would you pair, like, this bright red furniture with, like, this disgusting beige wall? It's usually jokes like that, yeah. right? Uh-huh. But in this one, you're just like... That literally doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Who gives yeah. a fuck? We, we were sucked into this. Like, this we were is... quiet and attentive and just... Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm actually yeah. going to look up the runtime on this movie. I want to know the exact runtime. 150? I think it was because we started right around like around 6 there, yeah. and then 7-ish is kind it's of... It's going to be right around there. It flows real nice. It doesn't yeah. feel slow in any real parts. I think that all the transitions and the cuts and this thing... It Everything... Was, made sense it wasn't like why are you showing me this yeah why what's the point of this like what was the point of that it was everything has its point a purpose all the conversations Mm. all of this like all the body language all makes sense like why would he do that and it's like okay so it's literally right at the two hour mark okay really this is a fast two hours it does not feel like it's a two hour compared to cabin which felt like an eternity two hours Mm -hmm. yeah um and like Edward Furlong does a great job as Danny in this movie. Mm-hmm. Great performance. Beverly uh, D'Angelo does a great job as the mom. William Rust for his one scene does a great job. Edward Norton steals it in this movie. Hands fucking down. Yeah. Hands I, down. I think Cameron tries to sort of because he's in it quite a bit and he's such a oh, huge influence. It, yeah. But and this I is, love that actor. Stacy mm, Keach is an amazing fucking actor. Right. But this is De- Devin. Derek. I'm Derek. such a shooter. This is Derek's story. <laughs> yes. Right. This is all about him. And he I and honestly, I couldn't really see anybody else playing this character. Other no. than maybe 
uh, maybe Brad Pitt, but maybe. And what's weird is I no. uh, want to say he I did this movie right after he did Primal Fear. Primal if you ever saw Fear. that one, he is amazing in that fucking movie with Richard Gere. Is that like when like a movie like when he brought scared of like monkeys or something? Primal Fear. No, it's um, he's on trial for the murder of a priest. Never mind. Very different than being yeah. scared of monkeys. My yeah. bad. My yeah. bad. Right. Well, and if it's a pr- about priests, you know, it would be more like people being afraid of them instead of yeah. the primal monkeys. Yeah, I get it. And then to flip that switch af- anyway. after this movie, <laughs> he goes to play the fucking yes, uh, lawyer in the People versus Larry Flint. If you saw that movie, did you see it, Seth? Um, Woody. Yeah, with Woody Harrelson. Yeah, I did a long time ago. Uh, that was his movie right after this. Edward Furlong. <clears throat> or no, uh, Norton. Edward Norton. That's quite a jump, man. To kind of That's stretch. That's a fucking To go from crazy shift. racist to be a murderer, but a racist murderer. And then to a lawyer, you said? Or no. Yeah. Um, He's the lawyer that fucking takes. Wow, uh, he jumps on all sides of the law. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> and then cut to... Five years later, he does Death to Smoochie. <laughs> um, I I saw Death to Smoochie recently, and I laughed my face off. <laughs> it's Never fucking it. so bad, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Robin then Williams is amazing in that movie. He did fucking. <laughs> it, it was it was it, I like I said I laughed pretty much the whole time. It was stupid, but I, I laughed at all the antics. <clears throat> well, now I know what movie we're doing next week. Um, it's not going to be Death Dismissive, by the way. Okay. <laughs> and then you did Fight Club, I think, right after this shit, too, by the way. I just want to throw that in there because I feel. Oh, uh, that was. Yeah. That was about two years after Larry Flint. So like 2001, 2002. He had to stay jacked for that movie. Mm. Well, <sighs> yeah. Um, okay. So then you were saying the next movie you want to do, not Death Dismissive, but something else. Well, if we're going to go back in the, like, gut punch movies, let's fucking watch One Hour Photo. Uh, and that's Robin Williams, which and I've I'm, never seen. And you'll never see him in a performance like this ever. And I'm content with that. Seeing Robin Williams as, like, a creepy guy who, like, stalks people through their pictures it's that he gets cre- developed. It's a creepy fucking oh, performance. That's interesting. It's a creepy fucking performance. Yeah. But he's amazing in it. Huh. Instead of like his nice guy, like yeah, laughing guy, yeah, mm-hmm. it's you get to kind of see maybe the dark side of him. Oh, yeah. you see a very dark the side range. of him in that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and that's what makes a good actor a good actor. Yeah, if you can do everything. Yeah, even Jim Carrey to a point, I think, has it in him. But I feel like we've even talked about this sometimes when actors, or and maybe it's based on their age, and I don't know, but some actors, if they go on these leaps to kind of expand their horizons and show their acting abilities, that they've gotten shit on or it's fucked their career over. And maybe well, they didn't do yeah. a bad performance, but it was just the, the content of the, the film. This is, I mean, this didn't hurt Norton's, like, thing oh, because no. he was like oh I'm, I'm this guy but because the story obviously he changes and whatnot but again the content of it maybe mm-hmm. it's just the context yeah. of, of it you know if it was just all straight racism and it was only just about racism and they just went and killed people and like they just lived on their merry racist way uh, that's tr- fucked up I'm but, trying to remember the story hmm. um, Edward Norton was up for a Scorsese film at the time he was up for it but th- he was also offered this movie oh 
And he told Martin, he's like, I, I don't know what to do. And I guess Scorsese asked him, what's the movie about? Mm. He told him, he's like, do that movie. Badass. Do That's that sick. movie because mm-hmm. nobody, I want you, will, be, this nobody is... will be able to typecast you mm-hmm. if you do that. Because you're going to show a completely different side of yourself. So that's how it works. So, for example, you said the one kid's going to get typecast, and that's what he really did. Uh, but but with Norton, he did this, but then was able to do all these other things. Yeah, because he had done so many different things right. prior to and it. And this was like the kid's first gig, probably, or yeah. one of the few first. And he's like, that's what you are now. You're you know, stereotypical you know, gangster mm-hmm. A or B or you know whatever. Yeah. Well, mm. go back to the early 90s. Look how many in every fucking hood movie. Menace to Society, Boys to the Hood, they always cast the same actors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Always cast the same actors. And even actors. in like the TV shows, Law and Order and like CSI, all that, you nope, see a lot of you. the same cats flowing in through all those. Yeah. Uh, bones. I mean, they're in everything. Oh, fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. They're just fucking extras, but like yeah. at that time, huh. like the era I never really that thought this about movie that, came the out, the typecast concept. There was a lot of typecasting at this time. Mm. A lot of fucking typecasting. Which is why, like, when uh, Jim Carrey did the Truman Show and the Majestic was out of... And then when he did the number 23, Mm. completely out of the blue because he was jumping his normal genre. Have you heard or seen the number 23? Um, No. That movie will mess with your head. (sighs) It is a cool one for Jim Carrey to be. Yeah, it's a great fucking movie. It, like, dives into this, like what 23 means and like where it came from and then he starts seeing all these were like conspiracy theory kind of status and yeah. it starts making him go all crazy and he get you can see him just kind of just get destroyed by this idea behind the number 23 and shit okay. it's oh it's everything all right yeah um yeah. i got him confused with uh nicholas cage oh okay or um will ferrell for a minute so i was like i gotta you're telling me jim carrey jim carrey and i'm picture in someone different i'm okay. like okay uh-huh, mm-hmm. what would you see <laughs> ace ventura i don't know if you've seen him. the mask <laughs> yeah the mask the, all right there yeah. we go okay i just did a quick google i'm like oh yeah i know that guy <laughs> <laughs> yeah he, gotta love the google foo he, he does art now jim oh. carrey and it's fucking tight nice good for him yeah but uh <laughs> i i love the music in this i think that was one of my probably favorite parts it adds oh, so yeah, much to yeah, each yeah. scene and it it felt like a horror film at times the way that the camera angles yeah. were going and the way the music was, and they, but I feel like even had like the wee, wee, wee in certain parts well, or just some menacing Some parts organs. of this movie, I think that fucking Requiem for a Dream theme would have fit perfectly in this movie. Yeah. Certain scenes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they used a lot of uh, strings and I think I heard like some cellos and just some mm-hmm. horns all live, I think. The score was a badass. This movie came together so nicely. Yeah. 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 It really, really did. It's a masterpiece. This movie would have won more awards than it did. How many? So, but it did win some. It 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 won like Golden Globes. It didn't win any Oscars. Golden Globes are still tight though, right? Yeah. What's the difference between an Oscar? I feel like a Golden Globe sounds a little more accomplished than an Oscar. (laughs) Personally. Golden Globe is movies and TV where Oscars is strictly for movies. Oh, okay. Uh, so one is like, I, I fucking flex in both of them. So that's yeah. why you see him dabble you in both. The Oscars, uh, okay. then you have the Emmys. The Golden Globes is where the two meet. Okay. Yeah. I'll be honest, before we really got into this like podcast thing or whatever, I, I, I don't, 
I don't really, I'm not too fond of actors and in, in the such that I don't want to follow them, in, you know, because I don't want to know their drama. I don't want to know like what their downfalls right. are and shit. That's not my business. I, I'll watch them in movies and love them in that aspect that are human. You just and, give it the face value and mm, then you leave. Yeah. Like it's... let them have their life and their shit. I'm not going to learn everything I need to know about it. But again, I, I'm fans of certain people or whatever, but. I guess I'm. I guess referring mostly to the social media aspect of it is I, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to see that. Um, There's this need so, to know a little too much about certain like actors' lives. Like, oh, did you know that he's on his third wife? Why do you need to know that he's on his third mm-hmm. wife? What's the point of the general public to know? And unfortunately, that stuff? the part of their lives that I do pay attention to, I don't watch their award ceremonies. I don't watch the Grammys or the Emmys or in the music industry. And I love music, but I don't watch any of that shit on TV mm-hmm. just because I don't know. It just so it, that's why I didn't know what the Emmys were. And I don't know what the difference yeah. is. Just like Cameron. Like, See, I, I was I, like, I've heard of them. And I'm, I know they're whatever. Yeah. <laughs> they're a thing and they're happy when they get them. Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio got, I guess, fucked out of four. And he finally got like one, I guess. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, Something like that. Yeah, I was that fucking nerd that me and my friends would print out the fucking the the ballot list <laughs> and vote for who we thought was going to fucking win every fucking award. Proud to say I normally hit it on the nose. Nice. Well, nice. He's been in goddamn music since he was born. Fair His enough. dad yeah. makes like these tight ass custom amps and shit. Like he is he's he's got it in his blood. Right. So it was already and I've been made in sense. movies since I was knee high to a grasshopper. So. Yep. Right, yeah. right. He's got the mad for both. I've yeah. forgotten more movies I've seen than most people have seen. Let's That's, put it that way. Yeah. He's right. Have you seen this movie? No, sorry. That, that's where I'm at. And it's just that shock value. You've never seen this. I've seen all the Marvel movies. I've seen the Brave Little Toaster series. You know what I mean? I've seen <laughs> shit. Just not those ones specifically. And that's crazy. The fact that the Brave Little Toaster is now a series. Because I remember when that fucking movie came out in the fucking early 90s. Is it live action or like CGI? Oh my God. The realistic toaster. Don't yeah. do that to me. Right. <laughs> like it's. Don't. Oh dear God. <sighs> That movie would not work. No. Live, like. How would it? Realistically. Yeah. How about Puppet Muppets? Can we do the Brave Little Toaster Muppets? Oh, God. That would be. Better. Yeah. I could dig on it. Yeah. Ish. I don't know. <clears throat> no, maybe the maybe Brave Little not. Toaster needs to stay in its, like, era and then never leave. <laughs> maybe an anime version of yeah, the Brave just, Little Toaster. Well, no. Happy Tree Friends version of Brave well, Little the, Toaster. The Toaster there was always animated, wasn't it? Um, the Toaster? Yeah. But yeah. I'm saying, like, anime style. Oh, okay. I see, I see. You know? Yeah. Lots of blood and gore and, like, a, a dramatic scene. And... Oh, yeah. They put in the kids. Four kids. And you're right. Mm-hmm. The Happy Tree Friends <laughs> is the most. I just got that. Oh god, I'm thinking of scenes and it's making me cringe. When they're eating razor blades and glass and shit. That part, no. Remember the toenail? Oh Oh, my god. Yeah, okay. Yeah, making you all suffer with me. But that's all that shit was supposed to do is make you cringe every episode. My first introduction to fucking Happy Tree Friends was at an Ozfest. (laughs) They would literally show it up on the fucking screen between while the bands were setting up between. Nice. That's a great way to entertain those people get that humor. Know your audience. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. I remember when I showed that to Roxy, she's like, what What the fuck is this? I'm like, this is Happy Tree Friends. She's like, I like it. Because what, like 10, 15 minute episodes mm, of that? Cute little cuddly animated little fucks that look adorable. And they all die in horrific ways mm, by so the end horrific. of it. And I don't think like Netflix knew the show was like that because it genuinely was in the four kids 
section. Oh my god, so, it fucking it was. was. Yes. Ben so Ryan. your little six year old, seven year old could just pull up on it and be like, uh oh. They didn't read the goddamn intro. <laughs> they or the didn't read it. Happy Tree Friends. They didn't watch like a first three minute of any episode. That'd they be were like just fucking like. Big Mouth being on the kids section. Yeah. yeah. Being like, oh, it's a fun little TV show. It's like, no. Not at least, kids. at least, like you know, Big Mouth is kind of doing what we keep talking about, which is keeping it real. Yeah, right? they yeah. do really do a great job. I think it's like today's version of the sex education that we all need. Yes, you know what I mean? right. And it is animated, so they can kind of push the boundaries in so fucking many ways, and it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. It is definitely not a kids show, but I do love oh, how God, they no. they do keep it real and relatable. Yeah, all the shit that they talk about is like, yeah, that's that's happened to one person or another. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is there anything that either one of you would have changed with this movie? Change or would like to have seen more of? Mm, I don't know how this is going to like sound, but I guess a little bit more like black perspective, I guess. Like, I know it's like kind of obvious on like that. Yeah. It's like just a complete hate crime, but like the. Well, maybe we got it. I don't know. I just feel like there should have been a little more, but you got Sweeney who was just like this very, very, very wise, yeah, black man. Which I actually, but I guess I wanted to like hear the one main the black part. character in the movie. They didn't make him like your standard token black guy. Yeah, he was educated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't stereotype him or anything. Of but they, story. but the other one that saved him was. So you get the best of both uh, oh, worlds, and, right? And so the, when he's in, in prison, prison, he does yeah, get that very stereotypical much a token one, black guy. right? And but he he still gains the same he's amount a of respect black guy both. with a heart, though. Yeah, and he and he he never he saw him as another human. He looked past everything else. <laughs> yeah. He didn't see him as a white guy. Mm-hmm. And it's just like because we are like we're not equal in here. Like on the outside, you might have the advantage, but in here, I do. You know, yeah. um, and he, and so well, I, I on love the that. Inside, everybody's equal. You're all at the because you're all criminals like, no... right but the you're fucked up the part about level. it is like i've been locked up a couple of times and like that's the only time because all your rights are gone we oh, are all yeah. the same in here right so but the thing that sucks ass is like even though that's true the politics do exist so you still get hella segregated and i'm like dude i don't want to do you any of this to. don't make me sit like at a certain part of the like the ca- the commissary and all that shit like that i didn't want to follow the rules but i know i was like let me just read books and just chill on my bunk That's and leave me the fuck I alone. Ate in my yeah. fucking pod. It was just, just it was so annoying. My fucking bunk. But again, I'm at like, the same I'm not time, do the jailhouse politics. You still feel like we are. We're all the. It doesn't. It, it takes until that where you kind of have that realization as we are all. We all have no rights in here, and we are all the same. Yeah. You, even though the shit that is garbage is enforced in there, that's the only time that I was like, fuck. You know, oh, it's in like weird human nature to still not like human nature, but like you're right. All your rights are taken. You aren't really the same as society. But now you've made this segregated society. Why would you do that in here? Even though you're all criminals, you all fucking suck or not fucking suck. But, you know, like, (laughs) sorry, that was kind of I was on the DUI yard. So I guess it didn't really matter. It's like a different yard. I mean, when I was getting processed, I was like in the room, like the same pot as dudes who just murdered dudes. But when you actually get out to the real yard, you're in there with mostly like just because alcohol doesn't discriminate. (laughs) I was in there with scientists and shit and like other dudes who like real badass jobs and all kinds of stuff, right? But again, it was a a completely different experience than I did. No, I was was in Tent City, bro, right? I I did. I I was in Durango. Oh, yeah. I I got processed through Durango, thank God, for only a couple of days. Um, Yeah. That was horrid. I like, I can honestly say, like, 
this is off tangent again. Yeah, we did it again. Um, there, like, I got along with everybody. Oh yeah, in the fucking block, got along with everybody. But you did if your head told you do this, don't do that. You listened, right? Don't talk to this person. We're gonna get chin checked. We'll meet oh, you in the you're bathroom. Gonna go, you're gonna get a fucking hot one or mm. get fucking stomped. One of the two. Or yeah. and they'll come get you in the middle of the night. I see. I've seen that shit happen. They'll just come rush them in the bunk and just like beat the shit out of them in their bunk yep. and yeah. they just disappear Put back in the darkness. Soap and socks so there's mm-hmm. no fucking marks. And yeah, just beat the fuck out of them. It, it's crazy. Like that's fuck brutal. that place hard. Um, yeah. And again, that's like you know, do you do stupid shit. You you're gonna. When you get what you give in life, you know, if you're going to give a bunch of negative, awful, awful, hateful shit that is obviously not part of our nature, uh, normally you're going to get that shit back in return tenfold. Yeah. The, the one thing I would have added to this movie, I think they needed more of Derek in prison. Yeah. More of what all he went through not more raping but more as opposed to like the fucking three scenes that we see because yeah, it skips from like second day in to two years yeah, in literally that and glosses then it's over. over so fucking mm-hmm. much yeah there isn't like where did your thought process go I feel like some of it might have clicked for him when Lamont was like or like oh what did you get in here for Lamont and Lamont's like oh I stole a TV yeah and, and he's like six years for stealing a TV and he's like it fell on the officer and then Derek is like, well, you threw it at him, right? Yeah. And Derek or Lamont's like, no, it it just fell. It, like it yeah. dropped and it hit him on the foot. And yeah. now he grabbed my I, hand and it fell. Yeah. You know, like that's now what's going to happen. And then Derek's like, what? Yeah. You can't go. What? And Whereas so now I think he's he starting like, to click. Oh, you earned it, right? You, yeah. you were stealing. He would have been like, you were, you were stealing something. But what I liked about the inclusion of that particular line of dialogue in the film is that was very fucking prevalent at the time mm-hmm. because as bad as it fucking sounds, blacks were being fucking charged up the yin yang for stupid shit like that. Yeah, just petty crimes or just stupid randoms. Like, yeah. The littlest fucking staged. shit that cops could fucking up a charge on, that is very much fucking fact. I think and the fact that he got six years for that. Mm hmm. How long did Derek get sentenced for killing a black guy in this movie? Three. Three. But he said he killed two people. He did. He Who, shot the one and killed... Uh, curb stomped the other. Curb stomped the other one. Oh, yeah. So I, he murdered two people. And killed got three them. years. Three years. And he broke a cop's foot and got six. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think Derek, like, realized in that moment, like, this, this, this ain't right. Like, now that that's inequality in its finest. And I did. And, I like the look on fucking Norton's face in that scene because you could see it clicking him in oh, his character. Yeah, for sure. You could see it clicking. Yeah. He couldn't believe his eyes. He's like, there's no way, dude. You had to have done something way worse. Yeah. Like, are you lying to me right now just because, like, everybody has to, like, everybody's innocent, right? Everybody's innocent here. That's what they always say. Um, and maybe he's lying to me, but no, that dude was sincere. I told you this is exactly what happened. Yep. Yeah. And that's when it clicks with Derek's like, holy shit. Maybe I'm looking at things the wrong way. Yeah. <sighs> I thought that was a kind of maybe like an overlooked scene. I liked that a lot though. Oh yeah. It was yeah, really yeah, good. Yeah. Like I love all the scenes between fucking They're all powerful, Derek and man. Lamont. Yeah. The two of them play great off one another. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, even the scenes between uh 
Oh fuck. The the one scene we have with Derek and Cameron. The mm-hmm. two of them play great off each other. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Stacy Keach, as seasoned of an actor as he is, just feeds Edward Norton. And you can see the anger building up in Norton before he fucking finally hits Cameron. Yeah. And the fact that Cameron, and he kind of does to a point, has the pool to fucking kill him. But the fact that when he says you're a dead man vineyard, there's no fear in Derek's mm-hmm. eyes at all. Not even a little bit. Yeah. All he cared about was getting his brother and getting the fuck out of there. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. He cared and like about. just making sure that it's kind of like trying to nip it at the bud, you know, where it's like, make sure it doesn't exactly. grow more, even though it already, it grew for three years. It's like, yeah, well maybe we don't make it six. Well, he was like, <laughs> I'm out. That's yeah. why he was there. I'm, yep. I'm fucking out. And he understands the repercussions and like the boldness of that statement. Shit. So he, and again, I love, I love what you said. The dynamic between them as friends and as enemies is great. Like they can both switch on just a fucking dime like that yeah. and be like, you're fucking dead to me. But at the same time, that's kind of what, what I was saying is, do we think that he's the reason that that should happen? And so he was never his friend to begin with. So that was already his enemy. Yeah. Like you got locked up and that to me doesn't, oh, you're a manipulator, Cam. You fucking, you're a manipulator. Mm-hmm. And so he understands that mm-hmm. he just is a piece of shit. And I honestly, what I would have changed is I would have had Cameron get more of a beating. I would yeah. have a little bit more and maybe like a little bit more just like, fuck you. You do get it. Oh, it's, it's just, just cut. In the, on the DVD, you have to watch the deleted scenes. Whale food. Yeah, well, because you <laughs> yeah. want the, pe- the biggest piece of shit in the film to get that biggest ass beating. Yeah, because right? like a see punch what, and a mm-hmm. kick, you that's it? You actually see what puts him and Seth in the ICU. Uh, right, because right. I didn't understand that Seth was in the ICU either. Yeah, you never like saw for that a broken wrist. Well, I guess a broken wrist would. Uh... Wait, oh, what's it? Oh, oh no, intensive care unit. My bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah they what? got they got their ass fucking handed to him. Fair and enough. I know because I was like Edward Norton. No, oh. other people. Oh, yeah. Huh. Yeah. It's a great fucking scene. Well, I man. understand why they cut it from the movie though. Okay. For time and pacing, it okay. didn't. It didn't fit because it had nothing to do with Danny. It had nothing to do with Derek. Okay. Okay. So. And that's that's good. That's that's a good editing. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if you know, because I like I was just saying a second ago, I thought it flowed beautifully. There There's was just oh, no stagnant parts. No stagnant yeah. parts. No slow parts. No, like it was going too fast. It was, and <coughs> the fact that it just you're engrossed from this movie mm-hmm. in this movie from the time it starts <clears throat> to the time it fucking ends. Yeah. You just sucked into it. Yeah. Between the flashback and the current time. Mm-hmm. So well done. Yeah. And I like the usage of the black and white and color. So you're never confused as like, is this now? Is this then? When when is this fucking happening and shit like that? Yeah. You always know the timeline by the color. It also mm-hmm. adds, I think, to the drama of the content oh, of what yeah, you're yeah, watching. Yeah. The scenes are definitely like that's telling the story and it sets the tone of like kind of serious and dramatic the music changes too when it goes into the black and white mode as well, well. yeah the, the, mm-hmm. when i saw this in theaters like i thought it was really fucking weird at first that the it it starts off in black and white mm-hmm. and then as the movie progressed and i realized okay everything that's happened in the past is in black and white i understand why they start the movie off this way right mm-hmm. and it made a lot more sense to me and like 
that opening scene is intense enough. But like when they come cut cut back to it later in the movie and you get the fucking full curb stomp, like that scene is impactful as fuck. Yeah. It'll hit you like a curb stomp. <laughs> For lack of a better word, yes. Oh, my teeth hurt again. <laughs> yeah. Cause I you know, I've skateboarded and I've hit my face on oh. curbs and oh. the street and rails and you know, shit like that. And I dude, ugh. Rough. Oof. Yeah, many a time when like fucking with people, I say bite the curb, motherfucker, and they're like, "What the hell are you talking about?" I'm like, "Oh God, you haven't You've seen my reference. Yeah. You haven't seen my reference. Yeah. <laughs> no, it doesn't seem as cool. What's something shitty that you've seen that I could, you know, flex on you? Right? <laughs> You're fucking stupid, Barney and friends. <laughs> um, but uh, I think the going from the past to the future also just kind of like. I don't know how to explain it, but, like, it just kind of also shows, like, the growth. Like, look at the past, look at everything he did, and then you come to the present. It's like, yep. look at what he's going to do, look at what he's trying to do. It's a redemption. He feels bad about it, and now he's going to try and... Oh, yeah. Like, you know, obviously the brother thinks so high and mighty of him. Derek's going to try and reconvince Danny to not be a piece of shit. And the one thing that you see is, like... He still cares and respects his brother because even he stops his mom from smoking after he sees Derek do it. Uh, so he's like, that's yeah, really respectful because he wasn't doing that when yeah. Derek was gone because he didn't have a good positive role model. Now mm. his positive, in quote, whatever role model is back. Now exactly. he's going to do what he can to. Yeah. He followed the lead in negative and positive. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that's step a step in the fucking way. Yeah. But um, that just kind of shows that he's a follower and not a leader. <laughs> Is that what we learned? Or, he's well, just, he, fucking, or he can see. From the very get-go of this movie, Danny is set up as a fucking follower. Yeah. That's why yeah. he got so sucked in with Cameron. Because mm -hmm. he, he got was manipulated. following what fucking Seth is feeding him, what fucking Derek was feeding him before he went inside. And essentially all of those other kids that we saw there were all the followers. And that's yes. why yeah. uh, Derek was such, he was the leader. And yeah. all the rest of them were fucking followers. And what's fucking scary is that scene is not an exaggeration. No. There are fucking parties like that where there's that many fucking neo-Nazis at that time that were getting That's together scary. and doing that shit. Yeah, these communities exist. Um, also, oh, sorry. No, I was nothing. Um, so speaking of like the whole like follower thing, it's like I think because Danny is like younger and his impressionable years, he's looking for someone to lead him because when Derek comes back and talks to the girlfriend and Seth, they're kind of, I guess, like older in like kind of like set. They're not like super old, but like old enough to be like, I'm not going to listen to you. Yeah. You're the same age as me. They're so sold Fuck on off. this thing yeah. that they're into. Like we've yeah. known you forever and they're now you're not going to. They're fully loyal to it. By Cam yeah. Cameron. Mm -hmm. Even though Derek's been gone for three years, they're like, I'm not going to listen to you. Yeah. Like, the fact what did that you he killed learn? people and went to prison wasn't like a night. Oh, because he was like a martyr. Like he was like making a statement. Like yeah. he was trying to be. Okay. He was a yeah. martyr for the mm -hmm. cause. Mm -hmm. And then Danny's like, well, he's still young enough and he still looks up to his brother enough that he's like, I'm willing to change if what you tell me. You know what I mean? If yeah. you think this guy's a piece of shit, then he's a piece of shit. You know what I mean? Even though he's watched Derek go all through all of it, he's like, Yeah. Whoa. Like he hears about this and wants to change. And the other two didn't want to hear about it. And so they don't want to change. He was skeptical at first on both concepts and then was totally sold on it and, and then kind of went into those paths. Yeah. Yeah. For both. Mm hmm. 
what I was happy with this movie is they didn't do what most movies would try to fucking do is throw humor in there at some point. Like throughout the movie. Now granted, like Ethan uh, Supply, like, yeah, he had some lines that were funny, but it's just the way he delivers them. They weren't intentionally funny. If you try throwing humor in this movie, it's going to destroy the message that's trying to exactly you take away from the seriousness of what it really is, right? Obviously, the topic and what you see in it and everything—it's all very controversial. And you would be taking away from the seriousness by poking fun out of it. Like, and again, they're subtle with what they do, right? We we had a couple chuckles of just that character being. a very over eccentric ass in his racism and, and the singing and the songs. And, you know, just you're laughing at him. Yeah. You're laughing at the character, what he's yeah. doing, what he's showing. Like, that's funny because that's stupid. Yeah. Right? Like, it's laughable how how you can just be like that. Like, you're so mm-hmm. it's just you're so dumb. It's so funny. Yeah. yeah, there's no goofy one liners. And the only like things that are funny, it's between like. Lamont and Derek, but yeah. that was because the conversation they're having with each other—they're building that relationship. Def- yeah, yeah, the and, relationship and the humor is friendship. In that scene where I'll give like Lamont being humorous, it's he's making a mockery of racism. Yeah, yeah. That's it was the corny. Whole point of it. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It fit they were, fucking perfectly. They were tasteful. Yeah, the humor was tasteful in a serious scene. Mm-hmm. So setting do you recommend this movie and what do you rank this movie out of one to ten uh yeah i love this movie 100 percent. recommend it to I, I agree with cameron a thousand percent i think everybody should see it the age rage thing we kind of talked about 13 ish maybe a little higher 14 15 i don't know um i give it a 10 in my book uh because it's it's everything that i I would want in a movie in every aspect. Yes. The cast is killer. The fucking dialogue is probably one of the best I've ever heard, especially based on what it's about and everything. It's, it's a 10 all day. Um, and I would kind of see it hard for not, I mean, it, in, I think it was like a 80 or something on Rotten Tomatoes of what I saw or like yeah. a 90. I mean, it got a lot of people for the most part agree with, with how great it is. Mm-hmm. I think same for me, a 10 out of 10. It's a good movie. It's a good message. Um, same thing. Everybody should see it at least once. Uh, especially like if you're younger, older, maybe also if you're kind of older, older, <laughs> I feel yeah. like there's some old thinking in some places that need to be oh, brought down a notch, but that's a more is, political thing. I think it, it is no secret that most of our, with you. yeah, it's no secret that most of our grandparents have used a lot of oh these extremely God. racial uh, slurs in front of us. And we're just yes. like, Oh, that's the old ways. Like that's, yeah, it's that's not like that's that today, but that's, we can't say that anymore. Grandpa. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's like, mm, I think grandpa needs to see this movie. They're called Brazil um, nuts. Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, 10 out of 10. Good movie. Give it a watch. If you got the time. So the critics on Rotten Tomatoes have given this an 83. 83. American audiences that have reviewed it have given it a 96. Nice. Okay. So I'm going to agree with both of you. I have to give this a fucking 10. I I love this movie to fucking death. Mm-hmm. It's a hard movie to fucking watch. It's a hard movie to stomach. Just because, like, the issues that the movie deals with are really fucking hard to deal with mm-hmm. but everybody should watch this fucking movie yeah like, 
And I literally have argued with people saying, like, well, my kids are too young to see this. But you showed them Passion of the Christ. You can show them this fucking movie. But there's not fucking or dicks in it, right? So aside from, obviously, the the, the full frontal male okay, nudity and the sex cut scenes. Cut out the fucking nudity. Right, again. Cut out the opening fucking titty shot. Mm-hmm. But, but then I feel like you shouldn't shelter them from that either. Because exactly. it's just... Thank you. It's just... Oh, okay. It's not so a sexual organ it. or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Like, if you make it weird, then it's weird. And if you shelter your kids, they're going to be weird about it. Like, yeah. it has to be a conversation. Like, you have to watch the movie in full. That's the whole purpose. You can't just be like, not this part. The yeah. whole movie is about neo-Nazis. And if you're more upset about a titty, I think you got to think something. That's exactly. Fair. Like, Thank I just you. feel like Thank there's you. more right. issues to it than... A fucking titty. Yeah. Personally. I don't know. Let's I'm just kind of curious. This is another side tangent. Do you there was a video place over on uh Gilbert and Southern, over by the old uh New China uh New China Buffet. Okay. It was a Christian place. You would take movies in there and they would make them appropriate for children. They would literally edit your movies that you bought. So your kids could watch them. Oh my god, I would have had a blast with that. <laughs> I'd have like Serbian film. Here you go. <laughs> oh fuck that! I was some fucking Debbie does Dallas. Yeah, <laughs> but but I mean, but that means they have to watch it first. Exactly. Yeah, I know. And god, I'd hate oh, to sure. be that employee. Oh. oh my goodness. But obviously they would say no porn. I would imagine. But no. oh god, they didn't say anything like that uh, on the fucking door. There was no stipulations on the fucking door. Oh, we would have had fun at picking it up. Right. I would want to look them dead in the eyes and be like, I know you just watched this god awful thing. I would want to see the final product of fucking the survey and film. Like, what would you get back? Five minutes? Yeah. If that, you get the opening credits and the end credits. They would, they would play the trailer. <laughs> and they're like, that's it. You guys already did it for us because it's awful. Oh, my goodness. There's no way. Yeah, that was it. That that was what the church would have been. But I, even, in, even if I knew that that's what it was going to be, I just want them to sit through it. Right. I guess that's kind of fucked up. But just because well, that concept to me is retarded. And that's why I think I would have to torture them with it. Yeah, it's like, I guess, like, innocently, you're like, oh. Like, if it's like blood and guts. I don't like blood and guts. Right. And if you're... I guess that all depends, but I feel like if it's like a message, if it's rated the fuck R, then that means it's not intended for yeah, children. That is very right? true. So it was yeah. made and rated that yeah. way on purpose. I, I told you the like story Jesus about me the fuck going up to go see and make yeah. it all gay. Don't do that. I, I told you the story about me going to go see the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake on my birthday. Right? You're about to. The, well, when we went to go see it, I'm we not a smart ass. Like, I promise. <laughs> A lady came in with her two young daughters. Oh, Christ. Like, I mean, maybe seven, six or seven years old. Okay. They make it through the entire opening, like the monologue, which talks about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre and the (laughs) murders that were a fucking thing. Yeah. They make it through that. They make it through a whole thing about fucking weed and all this crap. When they pick up the hitchhiker and she pulls the gun from her twat yeah. and blows her brains up, up. Yeah, I've seen that. that's when they stand up. And when she's walking out, she's like, this movie's not for kids. And literally, I huh? yell out in the theater. I'm like, are you fucking stupid? Oh, my God. That is embarrassing. 
I'm like, it's called a Texas Chainsaw Fucking Massacre. You thought this was for fucking kids? <laughs> the comprehension of people are just so, so funny. I love people. That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. Oh, my it God. It hurts you sometimes it hurts, when you witness it. I call them NPCs. Yes. Oh, you, they just function. You want to see the funniest thing in the world? Fridays, when movies get released, go to the earliest showing you can find of the most graphic horror movie you can find. Okay. Tell us you about those people. You know, you will see so many old people yeah. walk in just because it was playing at that time. <laughs> they will literally just walk in and just, they'll sit through the entire fucking thing. And when they leave, like, that's not what I was expecting. Okay. So either <laughs> that's sad because they have nothing better to do. Or, or, or that's awesome because now that's what they get to do with their life. Because don't get me wrong, when I get old, sitting down in a movie theater with nobody there, that sounds awesome to me now, right? And just being oh, flabbergasted at the movie. Oh. You're just like... I saw I saw The Hateful Eight and it was all old people because it was the first showing and there's an extended scene of full frontal male nudity, like extended scene and I heard so many old ladies gasp and it was wonderful. They sucked the so... whole air out of the room, when dude. When we went and saw fucking... <laughs> awesome. I laughed so hard. When we saw Nap at the Cabin... Oh my God. Like... <laughs> I am so tempted to sign up for that fucking illegal unlimited. Oh yeah, it's eighteen ninety nine a month. You can see that's worth it to me, bro. One movie every fucking day. Once I get Just my official schedule, I we're, I'm down to sign up for that shit. Yeah, I'm definitely. Seems worth it. If you see two movies a month. It pays for it because yeah. what those tickets were twelve seventy five. I don't know. I paid like it's eighty a million bucks dollars for every day. movie nowadays. Well, you bought your, you had three tickets and you bought food and all that shit. Then I threw it all up later. Yeah, that was great. I had like a fucking giant soda, a giant thing of popcorn. Half of it was butter, and then I and then we got water burgers. Or the amount in and out. My butter that you put on that, I'm like, holy shit, yeah, dude. dude. Oh, you want those clogged arteries? Oh, I heard his arteries clogging. <laughs> I was fucking ripped. Yeah, I was a munchy town for sure. I was all about it. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't even eat candy though, because you know, candy's bad. Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah, but not the half popcorn full of butter. Yeah, yeah, who knows what the fuck is in that butter, but it brings right. heaven Crack in my mouth. cocaine, because mm. for some reason, like movie theater butter just gets you go. Oh, I it fucking is love it. Golden yellow meth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I want to say thank you all for listening. Um, very grateful for your time. Um, go watch a movie, see a horror film, see an artsy film, see a drama or comedy, maybe some crazy zombie shit. I don't, I don't give a fuck. We'll go watch the movies, talk about them with people, and we'll uh, catch you later. Thanks for having me on the podcast. Hope you guys have a good one. Yeah, um, thank you for listening, Cameron. Thank you for joining us. Yes, on podcast. Cam, it was badass. Any, any fucking like, I love having. I love talking with Seth. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But anytime we have more than just our us bantering back and forth, always it, it's more fun for me. It's a we think alike, and having your point of view is refreshing. Yes. Oh, nice! We're different age, different our generation. Point of view is normally, like, is we don't have anything to debate about. That's true. <laughs> right. We normally we see a lot of eye to eye. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, any fucking time. Like we love this shit. The shit's here. We're here every fucking Saturday. Every Saturday night. Always <laughs> nice. welcome. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, and all the listeners out there, 
Thank you so much. We're over 1,400 now. Fuck yeah. That's uh, crazy. Yeah, congratulations on Thanks. that. It's yeah. awesome. Fucking that's awesome. Bonkers. Yes. It's bonkers. So thank you all for your... We love you. De- dedicated listening. Yeah. Because it seems like every new listener we're getting is going through, speeding through every fucking episode. Because <laughs> it's not just our newest ones that are getting hits. Every single one of our episodes is increasing, which is nice to fucking see. Yeah, we love So you. I appreciate the fuck out of all that. Um, so tune in next week, I believe. I think, yeah. I, I think we should do one hour photo. Okay. It'd be... Let's go back into somber town for a little bit before we go back into fun town. Um, but as always, till next time, kitties. Thank you for listening to this The Movie Pit Movie Radio. We hope you have enjoyed your time. back to the Movie Pit Podcast each week for a new movie review podcast. The Movie Pit is produced by Ryan Boozer-Johnson and Seth Chapman. The opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual hosts may not reflect the views of RMJ Media Incorporated. See you next week.